It's a PlayStation Collector's Podcast PlayStation Collector's Podcast PlayStation Collector's Podcast Welcome to the show It's a PlayStation Collector's Podcast PlayStation Collector's Podcast PlayStation Collector's Podcast Welcome to the show We got Vicky's Well, we're gonna talk some snacks Should I buy this game? Yeah, don't buy that Got special guest games and these two Welcome to the show. What's up? Welcome Will? to the show, Figsy. I sing that song every day. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. My dog must be absolutely sick of it by now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got an insect on my screen. Got it. How's your week been, Will? Oh, it was okay. Um, got a lot of games in the mail. So I'll show Sorry. those off later. Uh, my sunflowers are growing. Uh, in fact, um, the first one just just it it is the same height as me five foot ten in case you guys are wondering so damn yeah so uh you need photos too no i i'm uh i i i I got pictures of them when they're little wee little little seedlings and but now there's it's i don't know it it makes me happy what does it have to do with video games first couple of minutes of this show is a gardening segment yeah, I played Stardew Valley, so there, there you go. There's the video game connection. Right I'm getting hooked gardening in real life. Let's go. What about you? Anything exciting and new happened for you this week? Um, I've been watching a lot of sport. My team's been winning. It's been good. Um, been playing video games, lots and lots of Zelda. So apart from that, not much. <laughs> I got a. I've been selling a bunch of my collections. I've been talking about doing it all pretty much all year, and um, I listed. Oh, maybe 200 games this week. Seal books and collector's editions and stuff. Thinning out the collection or is this stuff you found out and about? No, no, all from the collection, like out of the shelves. I'm telling you, man, the Figsy collection. Just put it. I'll, I'll, I'll make you a little I'll make you a little graphic. You can put it right across all your pictures or at the bottom. Uh, it feels good to let go of stuff that I'm not attached to anymore. So. There you go. That brings us to tonight, Will, episode number 58. Uh, who we got on tonight? Um, we have uh, Radical Reggie on tonight. Um, never heard of the guy. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Reggie. Thanks for coming on, man. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate What's you. up? What's up, Reggie? How you doing this evening? Good, good. I, I had a couple rounds of Street Fighter Six with some friends um, before I hopped on. You know, get the blood flowing, uh, feeling good. Well, I think I lost my last match, but still, I was having a good time playing it. No. Oh man, I still I still gotta get it. Triple A games, I, I I sit back and wait. You know, I I usually do too, but I was kind of pressured because you know competition with my friends. Like, hey, you getting Street Fighter Six? And like, yeah, I'll get it. So, and I'm I'm happy I did. It was actually a good like Triple A release. I would say I, I'm having a good time with it. So it's a lot of fun. I watched your video on it, and it looks really good. After Street Fighter Five, which was like pretty disappointing, you know, it's good to see yeah. it as a comeback of a strong game. 
Yeah, definitely. Because Street Fighter Five, I man, that launch, I remember it. It was the game. You couldn't even go online when it first came out, and there was no arcade mode. It was only like this weak story mode where you fight against three characters. And yeah, I was like, "What is this? What's going on?" And they're charging full price, and they're like, "Charge full price for it too." Yes, they did, and it was exclusive to PS4, which that should never happen for a fighting game unless it's made by a first or second party company, like so. I yeah. love me. I love me some fighting games, and uh, I'm excited to get Street Fighter Six, but. Usually, sometimes when you get in late into, especially into, you get in late into a fighting game and you go online to play, you're way behind the curve. You know, mm-hmm. everybody's just kicking your ass. But I understand P- Street Fighter Five has some uh, some pussy control modes that you can use, so you can just you know you don't have to you use classic mode and you know do all the old school combos and. Uh, yeah, special. six has six has that modern mode, man. It's it, it you can blow some flashy stuff with it. <laughs> it's pretty cool. So I'm gonna I'm looking forward to my button mashing as soon as I get that thing. <laughs> That's the thing, like you learn characters and things like that. Like I I, I love playing Tekken because I've learned certain different characters' skill moves, and then you know the moves continue into the next game and into the next game, so you don't have to relearn the controls and different things like that. Yeah, the moves probably evolve a little bit, but yeah, but um, yeah, they stay the characters pretty much stay the same, which is nice. You know, there's like it's familiar. So. Who who are you meaning on Street Fighter Six? So um, I'm, I'm, I chose Manon because I liked her fighting stance, you know. Um, but I I don't know if I'm going to main her because I I had some battles with my buddy, and you know I feel like she's overpowered now, and I don't want her to be like I don't want to use an overpowered character, you know what I mean? But we'll see what happens because they do the tier list and all that stuff. But I like her, but I'm also looking at Marissa too, which is like this wrestler gladiator girl, so she's pretty cool too. Um, out of the old characters, I always I always stick with Ryu. I always he's always good to go. Um, out of, and out of the newer characters, I mean, I'm trying to learn more, but I didn't really like Jamie too much, even though he seemed cool with the drunken fight, drunken fight style. Oh, yeah. uh, Luke, Luke's moves just seems too straightforward, and that's why I didn't really care for him. Um, I'm not gonna go over over all the characters, but just kind of giving <laughs> you guys, yeah, jury. Uh, I, I kind of like her, but at the same time, I'm tired of that psycho chick like, angle they're going with her. It's like she's been doing that since Street Fighter 4. Let's move on. Like, just make her a normal character. She's all still psychotic and crazy. I'm like, ugh. But I do like some of her fighting moves. Um, I tried Chung Lee, but I'm not really good with Chung Lee. Chung Lee's never been my fighter, but I like how, her look in the game, I would say. I tried to mess with DJ, but he's just too weird. So I was like, nah, I don't know. I can't mess with DJ. Kimberly is a fun character, but she's a rush character, so you got to make sure you know how to do combos and mix it up. It's a lot of button pressing with her, so I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. And that's about it as far as I feel about the characters, I would say. I'm probably going to pick up Ryu straight away because he's he's the one I fucked with during the... He, uh, he hits hard and keeps it simple. So, you know, very familiar with Ryu. Yeah, it's very... As far it's as good point not using the overpowered characters because an online focused game, it's probably going to get nerfed in the future. Yeah, definitely. They're going mm-hmm. As far as Psycho Girls are concerned, um, Psycho Girls are my bag. I mean, my girlfriend will attest to that. <laughs> Hopefully she's not watching right now. <laughs> I love you, honey. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You'll hear something so, in a minute. So uh, what? Uh, so is, is, is that what's in your console right now, Street Fighter Six? Anything else? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually in the Battle Hub right now. I just haven't turned it off yet, you know. The games I've been going back and forth with, you know, so there's this game called Dead by Daylight. That's like my bread and butter game. Me and my buddy Joel, 
and CAG always hop on and play that, get a couple matches in, you know, hopefully we win. But most of the time we, we're losing because, you know, when you play with random people, you don't know which, how the outcome would be usually. So, but it's still fun overall. Have you heard that game before? Dead by Dead? Yeah, yeah. Like, a deadly game of hide and seek, pretty much. Just how I, it is, so. is it religiously every night? Uh, well, I don't actually, tonight she's on, uh, she's on Modern Warfare 2. She just picked that up. Dead by Daylight is her jam. Uh, I think you just picked up a new fan, Richie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we. I, I mean, I didn't like the game at first. At first, we were playing Friday the Thirteenth when that came out. You know, we we're having a good time with that. Then we got people were cheating on that game. It was crazy. Like um, people would set you up, like you know, because the survivors supposed to get out together, but they was you get in a, in a car with a survivor and think you're going to escape. They're working with Jason, so they would drive you right to him and let you let him kill you. I'm like, dude. <laughs> Get out of here, man. This is crazy. So, yeah, it was insane. Like, you think you're going to get away? Like, nope. Right into him. And then you get out of the car, and they both – it was insane. So we stopped playing that. Went with Dead by Daylight, and we stuck with it ever since. And the game's – we've seen the game evolve over the years, and it's gotten a lot better. But I would like to see them make a graphical sequel because the graphics in the game are kind of dated. So it would be nice yeah. to see an upgrade. I was watching that summer game fest. They just announced uh, Nicholas Cage as a survivor. That. It's like what the hell? You, do you mess so with them? Um, do you mess with that? Uh, the Resident Evil. Uh, I guess it's similar. Was it RE Verse? I don't know. No, so game? it was called RE Verse. That's the last one they had online. I didn't really mess with it because this is more like just. I like co-op games when it comes to like Resident Evil. So Resident Evil Outbreak, when that was online, that was my jam. And just in case you guys don't know about Outbreak, Outbreak came out on the PS2 back in the day, one of the first games to push the online for the for one. Well, SOCOM was the first one, but um, one of the games to push the online for the PlayStation 2, and they took it offline. But some people got it back online on the PC, so you could play online again, which is uh, great. We actually did it was a big community playing so online these They're still out. They're still there, dude. They just have their own private servers now, which is insane. I would I never thought I would see like people playing PS2 games online to this this day and age it's so cool but we played resident Evil outbreak online we beat it had a great time it was so nostalgic but um yeah when it comes to online games i like co-op better than like going against each other you know like finding a way to get out together it depends on the game like if like i, I got into PUBG, but i put four thousand hours into it so you know you yeah. you learn uh, muscle memory to how to play and you know you get get good at the game and mm. you know because of that it's more enjoyable winning all the time and different things like that right i struggle to get into shooters because of i know that there's players out there like who do that and then you're competing <laughs> against them and it's you know you're getting destroyed and you just know that you know unless you put in the work you're not gonna get to that level mm. <laughs> I, i'm still playing PUBG, as you know well not at this moment but uh i played with figzy and uh, he's not fun to play with. He's not. He, he just yelled at me the whole time. <laughs> I, I don't. I'm not too familiar with PUBG. So what is that game about? Uh, uh, it was one of the first um, battle royale games. It was like Fortnite, where the um, oh, really? hundred people and the circle closes in. Oh wow! Very intense then. <laughs> wow. So uh, yeah, it's, um, it's interesting. Like you play it for um, your heart rate goes up towards the end, and you get like a big adrenaline rush. So it's um. Mm-hmm. I don't get that from many other games, from single player games. Maybe like when you beat a hard boss in Dark Souls or something. Ooh, it's a good Dark feeling, Souls. though. So, Reg, Reggie, tell us about what, what you're collecting right now. What uh, what are you, what are your goals? What are you aiming at? What are you looking for? What's what's going on there? Oh man, dude, I, I collect a bit of everything. You know, I got 
Oh my god, I got some stuff today that I totally forgot about, which is crazy. But um, I would say mostly right now I'm looking at PS4 games still. I'm still kind of weeding out the PS4 collection because you know they're still making the games. I'm looking for unique ones because I like getting the PlayStation games that have the PS5 upgrade on them. People usually just get the PS5 version, but I like getting the PS4 version because it comes with that upgrade, so you can play on two different systems. Um, as far as PlayStation One stuff, I haven't really collected that in a long time. I've kind of like expanded, I would say, with my collecting. So basically, over the whole thing with the through 2000, 2020 to 2022, they've been working on a lot of translations for games. So I've been getting into a lot of translations, English translations of games that you know were originally Japanese and English. Um, I don't know if I have a couple here. I thought I did. Oh yeah, here's some. So you, you so their company's putting these out then. It's not just bootleg well, well, stuff you're downloading off the internet. Well, fans are making it. You know, uh, you can play it on emulators for free because they always make it for free. But then you know, folks like us, we want a physical copy to play on our systems. So uh, the first game here is a survival horror game that a lot of people don't know about. That came out on PS2 Korean, uh, Mystic Knights uh, for the PS2. Um, this is a survival horror game where they're stuck underground in this laboratory. And um, <laughs> it's just, it's, it's all, it's all crazy. And I had no idea. I thought I was a survival horror, but like I knew everything, but I didn't had no idea about this game existing. So they translated it in English and um, this company called Project Retro Games, uh, they made a manual for it. And they, um, you know, of course there's a disc as well. Oh, sorry. The disc right here and everything, nice, cool manual. So it looks very um, like professional. So very cool. Another game, uh, Tales of Destiny, director's cut for PS2. Got an English right. translation, so that's cool. You know, happy about that. And here's an older one. Uh, this is the Namco X Capcom. This has been translated for a while, but I just wanted a physical of that one because I have the sequels. So I'm, I'm looking at a lot of stuff like that, like a lot of English translations for older games. Do they you play know. in North American systems? Unfortunately, no, because no, nobody uh, tried to get past that whole uh, PlayStation detection. They just put a mod chip in the system to like get past it. So um, basically, you just have to have a modded system to play out. Oh, I was going to say, I got a bone to pick with you, Reggie, because uh, you had a video and uh, you featured some of these games that require to play in a modded system, but you didn't yeah. mention it until the very freaking end of the video. <laughs> I know. I felt like if I started off with it, man, it would turn people off. Because I, I actually thought about that too, so I mentioned it in the beginning, but oh, I don't know, man. I, I, yeah, I should have mentioned it in the beginning. Uh, I, it's okay. I, 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 was, I felt like it, was, it would be a buzzkill, you know what I mean? Like, oh, <laughs> I'm out of systems. <laughs> but no, I was watching the video, like, oh, shit. I was like, I'm, am I about to start buying PS1 games again? And then I get to the end, oh, man. But no. Uh, <laughs> did it, did in 2023, uh, it's so easy to get a modded system. It's cheap, yeah. and it, it just makes sense, you know. Like these games are disappearing, you know. You get these games, you've got them forever. Well, here's another game. Um, so this is um, NBA Jam uh, 2K22. So this what? is another one they translated, yeah, and put together. And they got J Jim uh, Tim Kitsuro's voice, the guy like Boom Shakalaka. They got his voice to match all the newer the newer stars in the game. So um, yeah, on the back here. Sorry about the glare, but uh, this plays on the PS1, but it has to be a modded PS1 because they never got past. The wobble effect that the wobble detection that's how they would detect if you had a real game or not for your PlayStation One system, but, but they always overpass it, they just chip the system so uh, no one ever learned how to like get past the wobble effect. Um, but um, yeah, NBA new NBA Jam with an updated roster, uh, updated cinematics. Like, you remember during the halftime show, they would show a cinematic of the real NBA, 
They have the newer, newer. Oh, that's awesome. It's it's so cool. I wish I could show you a clip, but it's like that's the kind of stuff I'm looking into now because um, though I'm still collecting regular stuff, but I'm just go, kind of going past that, you know, because I, I that nostalgia of playing games that were in Japanese or are just not in my language and they're getting translated in English. It gives me like a nostalgic feel because these are the type of games I play. I would play back in the day on my PS1 or PS2. So the PS1 and PS2 era, that's my era of video games and the way they made videos. We made it way to make get games back then are just very different from today. You know, today we get games that don't have an ending. You can download the ending through a patch later. Um, they're not finished. <laughs> they're not. They're not finished. Um, but back in the day, you know, when companies made games, they made them. They finished them and they made them to where, you know, that was their. That's what they wanted to put out. They didn't want to like try to get put out DLC later or whatever like that. I mean, DLC was a good is a good idea, but obviously it's been like kind of like just they kind of overuse it in the wrong ways, I would say. So um, that's why this is, this is my era though. This is just where the games are at for me. Where can I, where can I get a chipped console or do you, did you do it yourself? You got a friend? Would... Man. So this is, this is this, my chip console. I got in Korea, uh, you, like over 20 years ago. Um, <laughs> and, and it still works. Thankfully. It's still kicking. You know, dude, we had to, yeah, we had to like guy. He sells good stuff. We had to change the lens out, obviously, you know, and stuff like. But yeah, it still works great. But uh, after we, well, you can get one from Project Project Retro Games, where I got these. He he makes the he makes modded systems, but um, there, I'm sure there's other places that you could do them too. But he's making unique modded systems, like he's making like uh, I don't know if you saw my Tales of Fantasia collector's video, like he's making like press systems that have art on them and everything like that. So I've seen um, systems like that. Yeah, I've beautiful. seen it. Yeah, yeah, but I don't, I don't know if there's a cheaper way for you got to go route to go with modding. I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there is, but um, I, yeah. I just don't know if you want to drop that kind of money on on the on the collectors he has because he has some crazy ones. On that yeah, just, just open up the damn thing yourself and you know dig in and figure out how to <laughs> watch a YouTube video. I'm sure there's a million. That's what I figured, it, you know what's crazy? I hadn't seen too many videos on how to do it. It seemed like it was a lost art uh, for modding PS ones and PS twos, but luckily there's some stuff out there. I think I just haven't seen anything on the ps1 yet um but um one of my buddies does the ps2 library and i think it's like 1.5 terabytes for the entire library which is really? crazy to think about but that's over like you know i don't i think that's just the power library but it's over 2,000 games yeah the cool. american library we were talking about with my buddy i think it's like 1.7 something for the uh, gigs gigabyte, gigabyte so you basically just want to put you want all the games for all regions just put a four terabyte in your ps2 and you should be good to go I wonder if Free McBoot's got an option to take care of that. That's too Free McBoot, man. That was yeah. man, that was the first one <laughs> I remember. Yeah. yeah. So it, I, I got a question, Reggie. When it comes to collecting, how do you decide what game you're going to go after next? Because uh, for me, usually it's it's friends or uh, you know uh, the random YouTube video, or I'm browsing you know Mercari or eBay and I see some shit I want. How do you? How do games come into your sphere of influence? Are you, I mean, are you, uh, is it social media? Uh, is it friends? Uh, I would say it's, it's a bit of social media and friends. Uh, friends wise, uh, I'm, I'm on, the, I don't know if you guys have seen Media Glitch. Uh, I, I do streams with them and um, we're all friends and we, and my buddy Cag, John, and Joel, we all kind of talk about games together. So I'll find out stuff through them and them through me as well. Like today, we, I told them about some games they didn't know about. And they'll do the same thing for me. Um, before that, though, I would say most of the time I was just out looking. I was like looking for certain genres and I was seeing what was coming out. 
whether it will get a physical or not and going that route. But it's kind of like, um, I would say it's kind of like died down because I've gotten most of all the stuff I want on the classic systems, you know? So um, as far as new games, I usually go with indie route because indie route, I feel like games are complete, you know, triple A titles. I feel like I'm, I'm, I wait on those unless it's something really good, like horizon um, uh, forbidden West, which I enjoyed that game a lot um, about that. No, that was gifted that actually. So I didn't buy that one, but um, yeah, there's certain games I'll, I'll, I'll buy day one, but um, oh, I'm it's sorry, I'm all, over, I'm all over the place. Hopefully, I'm answering your question. <laughs> no, no. Like I'm, I'm it's almost better to wait 12 months and then pick up the game of the year edition because you get all the patches, the DLC. You know, it's gonna yeah, work. yeah. That's that's what I used to do too, but now we're not really even guaranteed that. You know, it's it's crazy. So um, this is this is what this scared me recently. So you guys heard of the Sonic Origins, right? That's coming out. Yeah. Right, yeah. I, you know, it's been out for like a, over a year. You figure they got all their stuff done, patches, whatever, like that. Now they're gonna make it physical, right? Perfect. Guess what? Comes with a download code with the disc to download the rest <laughs> some of the games. I was like, dude, what it's is the point of getting twenty twenty three? It's so that's sad. insane, and people don't realize how insane it. The newer generations don't feel like that's insane. Like download code, perfect. Like no, this is we're this is we're supposed to keep this stuff like like <sighs> physical. I I don't know how to explain it to them, man. They just. The newer generation doesn't care, man. But like, I don't feel like there's a there's a point of getting a physical if it comes with a download code to like to download the rest of the games or whatever like that. That's that's terrible. I mean, the PS4, PS5, and even the Switch, they have enough room to put all those games on the cart and the disc. I mean, I don't understand why there's a DLC code in there. So that that that's the kind of practice that scares me. So the crazy part is that it's. Well, we used to talk about every release on this show. We're getting ready for the show today. I was going to talk about all the recent. Like just this week, games announced that don't have discs, and it's like six of them. Like the Spider-Man Collector's Edition doesn't come with a disc; it comes with a steelbook with room for a disc, but no disc. It's like a slap in the face when they do that, you know. Uh, but well, hopefully, I answered your question, man. I'm sorry. I was no, 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 yeah. Friends and the internet, and uh, mostly friends sounds like though for you. Me, I'm just I. I go on eBay or Mercari, and I just search PS4 games, and I just scroll <laughs> and scroll and scroll. And first, if it looks if it looks cool, I'm interested. The first thing that's gonna grab me is the cover. Then I'll go watch. Uh, I'll go watch uh, the 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 preview or the uh, yeah the preview and on YouTube or and then the walkthrough for about 15 minutes and then then I'll decide if I want the game and then I'll go shopping for it. But uh, okay, and who knows whatever these whatever these guys can tell me. But uh, you guys are the death of physical is on its way. Uh, I think Alan Wake was the first nail in that coffin. Alan Wake too. And I, I, yeah, I agree, man. They even somebody even offered to do a physical for him, and they're like, "Nah." I'm like, "Fine, I'm not playing." Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm mad, also, but <laughs> there's also another uh, is like a dragon. It's, it's a Yakuza game. The recent got announced, only physical. I mean, and these are these are big titles too. And Yakuza's oh, is- got a big collector base following, like the buying collector's editions and steelbooks and statues, and they know they're going to sell copies. I mean, the only way you can fight that is if people just don't buy it when it does that. You know, maybe they'll yeah. change it soon, but you're not going to stop them. Yeah, yeah people are still going to buy it. Yeah, and the people on the other side of the fence are companies like Limited Run Games who are milking people who want to preserve physical stuff by going, all right, we'll do it. You know, here's a eight bit game. We're going to release over four parts that you got to spend $120 to buy, which makes no sense. You know, it's crazy about limited run, man. I thought they would have 
somehow remedy that issue that people were that were buying their stuff online. I mean, from other countries, you know, like make the shipping somehow cheaper, man. But it's just they just yeah. They, I mean, when you told me what about like not like paying almost paying a hundred dollars for a limited run game, like just one game dealing with shipping and all that. So it's like that's that's horrible, man. You know, over here when it comes to those companies, limited run is starting to sell on Amazon and Best Buy. So I gotta like walk into a Best Buy store. Like there's this big chain store. I don't know if you have Best Buys over there, but um, they'll have limited run games there, like a certain a certain ones there, which is nice. Uh, so it's kind of cool to walk into a store if I want to pick up one of their games. But I haven't bought online from them in years, which is crazy. No, no, it's actually about. that crazy that if, um, say, a place like Video Game Plus sells limited run games, it'll mm-hmm. be cheaper for me to buy the Video Game Plus version than to buy it from a limited run game. Oh, version. really? Wow. Okay. Because they do, like, if you don't look at everything, there's a box you got to untick. Otherwise, you send them a dollar for insurance or something, which makes mm-hmm. no sense because it's <laughs> it's already included with the postage. And then the postage is more expensive, and like the currency will be cents more expensive, which you don't even notice. But you know, they they love to overcharge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. That's- I was I was uh, I was watching one of your videos. I like to do my homework on the guests, Reggie. And I was watching one of your videos, and uh, it was um, the exchange tried to rip me off. Um, <laughs> uh, I uh, I I had a similar experience, you know, a while back. I went to uh, went to once it was. I'm just gonna name them house House of the Use is what the place is called, mm-hmm. and I and I've been in and out of there a million times. And uh, this one, and so I know what to expect as far as what they pay out and whatnot. So I went in there with a stack of games, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and the, this guy just lowballed the shit out of me. And I was like, the hell? And and after, in, and right after he made the initial offer, I was like, you know what? Thanks anyway. I'm, I'm, I'm walking. I'll take my stuff. And he comes, just like your friend KAG, you guys yep. come back. What do you want? Oh, what, do you, what are you looking to get for him? And it's like, dude, you should give me the best price up front. And so, you know, I. Yeah. I went off on social media. I went off on Yelp. You know, I, I went full Karen mode and whatnot. But uh, if if you ever had this this happen to you firsthand, you ever get you ever get the gouge from a, a shop or? I had something a bit different happen to me, but it was kind of like a, just as bad as what happened to to you, man. Because like I said, when that guy, when you're about to walk, then he he's not used to people like like walking out on him. They say, yeah. "Hey, what do you, wait a minute, what do you what do you want for him?" But like you said, he should offer you what you know he should have offered for it you know like you know but my experience was i haven't had experience like that where uh, where someone was gonna well that can remember remember right now at least but my crazy experience was when i went to a store in vegas and they had a game i wanted that i've been looking for for years man it was a magical quest three on the game boy advance in box i said oh my god dude i had this game i sold it years ago when when i first came out i said they had it so they had it for a price and i was like Wow, that's a, that's a crazy price. But I said, hey, I asked the clerk, I said, hey, I was polite about it the way I did it. I said, hey, are you guys firm on this price? And he said, oh, well, let me look it up, sir. I was like, okay. <laughs> and he said, he's, and then he came back like a couple minutes later, hey, it's going for actually going for more. Like, I have to raise the price. I said, like, dang, you won't even let me like buy it right here for that. He, he had to raise the price while I was in the store. <laughs> Like, oh, my God. That was was one of the worst experiences I ever had. And I remember I I did a YouTube video about it. I talked about it in my first Vegas video, the experience. Because that shocked the hell out of me, dude. Like, I was laughing, but I was like, what the hell at the same time? 
And then a year later, I mean, I think about a, about a month later, the owner hit me up on YouTube. I mean, on my on uh, my email, and asked me about it. And I said, "Yeah, that's what happened." Man. I'm not, I'm not going to make a big deal. I told him I'm not going to make a big deal about. It. I just that was my experience in your store, pretty much. Your guy tried to raise your guy raised the price on me in the store. Dude, <laughs> there's 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 shops. You know, they we reserve the right to change the price at the register. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll freaking look them up. It's it's. It's bullshit. Well, this place I went to is crazy because what they do, they don't even have their stuff priced. If you're looking for something, you say, I want this item right here. Okay, oh, well, I have, to, I, I have to look it up. I'm like, dude, I'm out of here. You guys got to have a set price. They, they have to look everything up to make sure they're getting the most uh, value for the item, which I thought that most stores would just price their stuff accordingly. Like, hey, this is what we want for this period. Boom. Because it just takes up a lot of time if they have to look up stuff on the internet. It's annoying. And it's like, dude, like I'm out of here. So I, that was one of the last times I went to that store. Dude, it's so post on Facebook. PM for price. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like just give us right what you want. No, it, it it it's like the first rule in my Facebook group, but no fishing. If you're if you're gonna post in that shit, no fishing. You yes. put a price, price, and that's it. No fishing. Yeah, like what a lot worse line, make me an offer. Like, look, get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> get, get the fuck that. out of here. Right, I'm gonna lowball you then. But and it also it also removes the uh the gamble of you know catching them slipping we all love to catch them slipping as collectors that's like a oh, oh uh, i think i caught them slipping you know, I, yeah i know i think the whole catching them slipping has got out the way got out to them so now they're, they're they they want to really make sure because people they'll brag about hey, it caught them slipping and you know, <laughs> spread it around they'll start to eventually see that stuff so um Some, but it's nice to, nice to catch them slipping so yeah, it's 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 a lovely thing. Somebody's caught, yeah. Somebody's telling secrets out there. Somebody's mm-hmm. <laughs> dropping dimes. Well, you hear add- articles about it these days, and like people know that video games can be worth money. It's not a well secret anymore. It's out there. They, they act like games are like worth like gold or diamonds now. Like you know, some of these guys you got to calm down. You know, it's like I feel like man. Like I I don't know if this is true, but I heard like people. Well. I guess I, I well, I just, I'll throw this out there, but I, I heard a story about a guy who got his door kicked down for his video games in the in somewhere in the UK. And I don't know if this is true or not, but um, this was brought up to me a couple of years ago. I was like, wow, dude, like people are like going over video games like that. And I feel like you get robbed for video games, man. It's going to be somebody you knew because who's going to rob somebody for video games? You know, that's just crazy. But um, it's, it seems like it's happening, man. A, a friend of mine, Got his. He had a storage because he had, he was doing. A, he has a store. Well, he doesn't have a storefront, but he has a lot of games in his storage. Got his storage robbed. Is this all Cody? his video? Huh? Is this Cody? No, not. Oh, you talking about Cody from Pink Gorilla? No, no, not him. Not him. This isn't. But he's had his store robbed multiple times. It's awful, you know. Which is crazy, and thankfully, thank goodness, he finally moved from that location. But um, what happened was my friend had stuff in his storage, and um. You know, he went to the storage and, and he opened up the lock. Or he tried to open the lock and the lock wouldn't work. You're like, what the hell? Why is yeah. my not, lock not working? And they broke the lock and then all his stuff was st- stolen. So pretty much what these guys are doing, they're drilling locks and they're um, they're putting fake locks on so you don't know what happened. So he didn't know he had been robbed like a week for like a week and everything like that. And uh, it was just crazy. I was like, wow, dude. Like, I don't know. I, I don't I don't know. I don't know if it's, this is like... Um, I'm not trying to say people are like robbing for video games, but I just heard some stories. That are, I don't know if they're legit, yeah. but you know they're out there. Well, you know, uh, I've heard some horror stories about 
video games in storage containers. I, I'd never put my games. I, in I would never put my games in the store because that's the that's the first place people want to look for stuff. Hey, storage. Let's see what they got. Nah, don't put it in there. <laughs> you, know, you, you get somebody who makes a come up and they go and they post it on social. Well, freeze time. Well, well, <laughs> well everything okay? <laughs> oh yeah, someone stole all the Evercade EXPLEs and they were delayed for like six months or something, which is crazy. Well, there you are. Oh, we're all back. Okay, yeah, I, you're back. I was spinning for a minute there. Oh, no, but we're back. Sorry about that. But anyway. Um, my, my, so the flip side of that question, Reggie, you've been gouged at the, at the, at the, at the shop in Vegas. Has anyone ever rolled out the red carpet from you and, uh, just giving you the ultimate fat hookup from, uh, from your notoriety from the stores. Um, yeah. One store is really polite. Um, I, I, the late, the name is slipping me right now. They're a store in Vegas that I've been to. And they were really nice to me. Um, basically, the clerk, um, he was he was really like kind of showing me like stuff that I might like. He said, Reggie, I know you like imports, man. Check out our import section. And they don't really get to sell. They don't really sell a lot of the stuff that I like. So yeah, they know that I, that I like it pretty much, which was cool. Um, that was one of the best. That was the best treatment I got as a going like red carpet wise to someone who knew who I was. And they were just kind of like showing me like what they had and they knew what I liked. And I pretty much like they they knew pretty much. So I was really happy. I think I spent like when I was in that store, I spent like three hours in there shopping because uh, I was just, yeah, it was it was just like it was just like like going to like a candy store, you know, like it was just I was just sitting down reading stuff and like making sure I I didn't have own the game because sometimes you know I made a mistake of buying the game twice, but um, just going over doing research. Yep, I want this, I want this, I want this, and um, it was it was a great time. I had a, it was fun, and the clerk would have had a great time as well. So that's a yeah, he had a great time too. Yeah, he's like yeah, that money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I mean, these days I'm very selective of what I buy. But if if I see something I want and 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 the store is like nice and clean and they just have a lot of like you know unique stuff like that, I'll I'll spend my money. I mean, I have no problem doing it, you know, because I'm not gonna I'm, I'm not one of those people who's trying to regret like oh I should have bought this when it was there, you know what I mean? Well, not anymore. I used to be that guy, but um, I try not to be because you know we talk about there's buyer's remorse. There's also a, a buyer's regret as well, you know, because hey, I should have bought that, you know, while I was there. So, you know, usually I can't uh, do that anymore because, like, over the years, I've gotten so many good deals. So you try to think of the positives, not the negatives. Yeah, yeah, usually, exactly. Usually, I walk into a store, it's like, oh fuck, here comes this fucking guy. Again. <laughs> <laughs> lowball me because no, because off of his trays. I'm, I'm, I'm always, I'm always just doing. Well, actually, you see, the thing about this game is fucking shut the fuck up. <laughs> hey, Reggie, so, going back to your collection, when did it all begin for you? How long have you been collecting? So, um, I would say officially I started collecting probably when I was um, in high school. So, um, before that, uh, my parents, my mom got me a Nintendo when it came out. And I wasn't expecting this when a kid. I was a total surprise when I got the Nintendo when I was a kid. Uh, got that. I asked my mom years later why she bought that for me because I didn't ask for it for Christmas. She said, oh, the other kids had had it, so I thought you might like it. So uh, my video game journey kind of started there. Well, a little bit before that, I would say. Uh, sorry, this is, try to, I'll try to move this fast. But um, basically, my, my brother worked at a pizza shop, and I was around four years old, and um, I was at the pizza shop with him because he was kind of babysitting me while he was with his friends. And there was like arcade machines. And um, I remember I grabbed a chair, put a quarter in, 
and I stood up and played punch out. Uh, Mike Tyson's not Mike Tyson's punch, but regular punch out in arcade, and I was actually winning. And a lot of the, the teens and adults were coming over to cheering me on. So I remember that when I was a kid. So I was like, dude, that that pumps you up. So um, I had the Nintendo punch out, all that stuff. Um, I eventually got a Super Nintendo as well over the years. But uh, when I got to high school, I kind of fell off from that stuff because I had some good games too, like Turtles in Time, Contra 3, Ghouls and Ghosts. But when I was in high school, I just kind of fell off from it. So I got rid of all that stuff. And um, basically what got me back into video games, I think I was like maybe like in the 11th or maybe the 10th or 11th. I can't remember. But um, my nephew had showed me the PlayStation and I had no interest in it. I didn't really care. I was like, whatever, PlayStation. And he showed me Resident Evil. And um, basically, seeing the mixture of uh, full motion actors with the video game was so impressive to me because that was like the next step in evolution for video games. So I was like, dude, this is awesome. There's real actors, real voices. So I was like so pumped up. So my journey started from high school when I started collecting. So I, I didn't have much money at the time. So, you know, I had to make things work. You know, I had to save up and stuff. So Resident Evil Director's Cut was one of my first games. Mega Man X4. Um and pretty much I just accumulated a, co- a collection of games by not selling them and, or trading them off back then. So it just kind of like started from back then. But I had only collected um, PlayStation stuff um, until I went and, and P- PS1 stuff until I went to the Army. Had a little bit of Game Boy Color stuff, but that was my that PlayStation was, was my main focus. So over the years, PS2, obviously PS3, PS4 and so on. I, I got into other systems, I would say, probably around 2000. 10 when uh they were announcing kind of like the schematics for the retron 5 saying there's going to be this all-in-one system to play all these games so so i thought it was cool hey let me get these games so i could play these games on the system be kind of cool go through nostalgia era and play some of these old games from when i was a kid so i started collecting back in 2010 and 11 when things were cheap will you will you know what i'm talking about when how cheap stuff was you people were giving this stuff away it was so amazing it was like such a, a a great time to be collecting games because you're going to find everything you want on the cheap you know to 20 dollars to get you a stack of games which was, was amazing um but then you know that announcement about um uh that game selling for five thousand dollars stadium events mm-hmm. on the news. and then people yeah. start looking at their games like oh my god is this game worth money so people start looking at the stuff now it didn't go up the prices didn't go up around that time but it, i'd say around 2016 17 we started seeing a, a gradual increase. And then around 2018, 19, especially 2020, we saw prices go up high. Evan oh, just yeah. blew it up. Yeah. But yeah, um, th- thank you, Heritage Auctions. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But well, that's where my journey started back back in high school for my collection of games. And you know, I kind of stayed on it and kept just kept everything. And that's how I accumulated this library of games. Do you do you do you sell anything? Do you when you when you oh yeah, hurt? yeah. Yeah, man. I'll, I'll sell and trade stuff off because uh, some games I get, you know, I get like, hey, I, I like this game. I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it soon or I'm going to have time. I'm going to play it later. I plan on playing it. But if a year goes by or something like that and I still haven't touched it or whatever like that, I said, like, man, maybe I should trade this game off or something else or whatever like that. So I did trade it. I don't really do too many sales anymore because I'm kind of nervous about selling stuff because I had a scare on eBay. I sold a game. Now, now this is where the hoarder will come in, you know, so – um I had four copies of Chaos Break for the PS1, the PAL version. Now, the reason I had because I had got them for cheap. I got them for like $10 a piece. I well, I had got my original one for like $35 because it was sealed, but I, got, I found two other ones on um, Amazon for $10. Bucks, and I can't remember what the fourth one was. But anyways, 
um, I went, I had got them because I wanted to give them out to some friends that I thought would like them. So I gave out two of them, and I had two more. And I decided I had one for myself and, and, and the other one, and I decided to sell it because nobody wanted it. So I said, let me sell it online. As soon as I posted it, somebody bought it. And I was like, dude, it, it was great because this guy lived in Phoenix, you know. So I was like, dude, I don't have to sell, I don't have to like ship it overseas or whatever like that. He got the game, and he said, "Oh, thank you so much." Uh, uh, came came in the mail. Thank you, you know, all, all that stuff. About a month later, he has been able to say, "Hey, uh, um, that that game you sent me was broken. I uh, need to get a <laughs> refund." I was like, "What? Are you kidding me?" Because I, I record myself packaging stuff at the post office. So I have evidence. Hey, this is how I pack this, this. Everything's good to go. And um, I can see where this is going. <laughs> he see he sent me a picture of the disc cracked in half. But you can Whoa. obviously look at it. You can yeah. obviously look at the disc and see that he put a sticker on a, on a broken disc to make it look like it was cracked. I'm like, dude, this is insane. So I, I eBay said, hey, do you want to refund his money? And I was like, no. And they closed the case immediately. Well, thankfully, because yeah. I'd have to deal with it. But that scared the hell out of me. Because I sold it for like, um, I think he paid like almost 250 for it. You yeah, know, I, I, paid two, I paid 250 for it. Yeah. And, you know. Well, you lost it. <laughs> you said it was Phoenix, right? Yeah, it was in Phoenix. Yeah, that's uh, that, that was me, dude. <laughs> no, I did I did a video about it too. I, it and got, then we'll it, hold yeah. the disc up. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say that um he bought it and it wouldn't work on his system because it was a power game. Because I, I sell oh, an man. eBay full time and I sell a lot of international games. So when I sell something to someone in a country that's a different region, I'll always send them a courtesy message saying, Hey, just letting you know that this is a power game and Right. And most people reply with, yeah, I'm a collector. But you'll occasionally get someone, oh, I didn't know. Can you cancel it if it's not going to work? And it saves you having to return it and all that drama. Yeah, right, I, recently, right. uh, I was recently selling, what was it? I was selling a, um, it was a case for uh, uh, Armored Core, PS2. Uh, and, and the guy bought it. It was on Mercari. I was selling it. And the uh, first thing I did was mention, now you realize this is just the case in manual. There's no game. Because, you know, people mm-hmm. are stupid. Mm. People are stupid, and most well, of them are on the internet. Plenty <laughs> <laughs> of them, too. And then they message you angrily. And then they message you again. Hey, I just read the listing. It's my fault. Sorry about the last <laughs> message. <laughs> gentlemen, yeah. uh, excuse me, gentlemen. I'll be right back. Okay. And we'll get yeah. back. We'll um, get into the quiz. Yeah, that, that's, that's just, that experience of Bigsy just maybe not. I mean, if I sell something. It's got to be in person or just like somewhere where I can trust because like that that could have been a loss of like uh, two hundred and something dollars, man. And I'm just I'm not a reseller, so I'm not I'm not trying to take no loss or whatever like that. Like I'm not accustomed to taking losses like that, you know. Because if you if you're a storefront, you know you you occasionally obviously take losses or whatever like that. Cause you're selling stuff all the time, but man, that just bugged me a lot, dude. I was like, never again. So eBay is not really good at like uh, protecting the sellers at all. I find they can be now. I, I do eBay full time. That's my full time job. I'm, oh, really? Like, Art- oh, okay, tell me about it, man. What do you think? Yeah, I'm almost twelve months in, and I'm like recently eBay have gotten a lot different. So, um, yesterday, for example, I got a negative feedback, and it it wasn't it wasn't a real negative. Like they um they bought some books, and they said the books were yellow, and I had acceptable condition. I had eight photos, so it was plenty of photos. Uh, so I requested feedback removal with what i just said to ebay and within 10 minutes they removed it for me uh, so i'm finding like and now that i'm a big seller they help you out a lot more um if That's i good. send something untracked which is 
items under $25. It's completely my responsibility. If it doesn't arrive, I've got to send the refund. But if I've got tracking, I'm always going to win because um, I know how Australia Post works. I know that, you know, if it's um, over in Australia, we get $100 insurance for every single item we send as tracking. So if you're aware of that, you're aware of how the system works. And being aware of how the system works, um, you can not get scammed because, um, you catch the scammers out at their own game. So um, I haven't been scammed in over 12 months. That's, it's been really, really good. That's good, man. That's relaxing. And especially you're doing it full time. You know, I, I mean, I should, should start selling some stuff on eBay, but, um, <laughs> but usually I just, so uh, I just, I just trade some stuff off if I got like too much or whatever like that, you know? Oh man. My higher end stuff, I much prefer to trade it with collectors or sell it privately, but, um, be yeah. a common shovelware games and things like that and i sell a lot of dvds and movies and it's just my bread and butter for ebay it's great all right i do have one cool item i want to show you i'll wait till will gets back it's a, it's a pal exclusive item for ps3 hey one thing you did mention um that i had written down here uh, media glitch tell us about media glitch so media glitch man they've been doing like they, well basically they had a studio um and they did cable tv they had like their show on there the studio, the studio, um, like I think it closed a little bit before uh, the whole COVID thing, and um, but Joel's always done YouTube videos, and he has that the same footage on on YouTube. So we were all we all got together, and uh, we started streaming together during the whole COVID thing because everybody was stuck inside, and we've been and we started doing streams playing games, and we've been doing it like ever since, man. Like it's just like every Saturday, we all play games together, you know, you know, just catch up and everything like that. It's like it's like all of us hanging out. It's been great. And I can't believe we almost been doing it for like four years now, which is insane because oh, it was it was only supposed to be a temp thing, you know, during the whole COVID thing. But now we continued on. I've been good friends with Joel. I want to say about I want to say around five, six, well, five, six years now. Uh, we've been friends. Uh, John around three years, CAG around two. Um, and uh, we've all met up at conventions and hung out, you know, um, when I was invited to uh, the Game On Expo in Phoenix. Uh, they, they, uh, CAG stayed with me and Joel came down and John was there. We all hung out and shot for games, went to baseball games, ate dinner with the Mortal Kombat. Oh, uh, yeah. We got to meet the Mortal Kombat, uh, the original Mortal Kombat actors for the first three games. We got to have dinner with them. It was, just, it was such a good experience, you know? So we, we all, been, we went, we actually went to visit CAG went in his town, uh, last year, which was fun. So it's just, they're great friends, you know? So it's, we've all, we've all been tight. And I love those guys. Um, but yeah, yeah. Video games is definitely what connected all of us though. Nice. And it is those stories. I've met up with collectors around the world and like yeah. we don't even talk about collecting. We just talk we're, like well, regular regular stuff is going to, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's how you know you got a good friend. Like you can talk about more than video games, which is great. So um Will, I'm glad you're back. This is the item I wanted to show you guys that I had as kind of exclusive. Oh. Which I got this, I got this for the cheap. Because nobody even know this existed. But Fixie, I think you know it exists. This is the Fear 3 Collector's Edition. I actually just sold that last night. Did you? $250. That's what it's going for right now? I got this for 30 bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, this thing is so... Because Fear 3 is my favorite out of those games. And uh, man, it just... This thing would never make it to America as a collector's edition. Because they're pregnant Alma in there or whatever like that. So like, it's just so cool. Where'd but, you snag um, that? eBay. Oh shit. Yeah, eBay had a thing where um 
I got it for 30 bucks and the shipping was like 15. So that's I hopped right on it because it was a good, it was a sealed item too, which was great. And nobody really knew about it. So they were just kind of just sitting there for a long time. Was, was it a buy it now or did you get it on an auction? Buy it now. I, I don't mess with auctions anymore, man. Cause there's always that, that's night bitter that tries to get you. And here's their scheme, Will. Will, 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 this is the crazy part. So you'll bid at the end thinking you're winning. Someone will snipe you. Right. But you know, it's a, a scam because you'll get a second chance offer like right away. Like, oh, the other guy didn't buy it, so here's the offer to you. I was like, yeah, I know what you're doing. I t- I wrote the guy back. I said, hey, I respect your hustle. And he just said that back. He knew what I was talking about. <laughs> Shit. No, I, uh, eBay snipes have uh, been my thing lately. It's I, I, it's 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 my new hobby. I used to I, I used to hunt in the wild. You know, I used to it used to be just you know offer up Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace, and that's it. That's that's where I used to grab all my shit. But now. Pretty much it's just eBay and Mercari and, uh, you know, uh, random or, good. Yeah, random shit on Facebook groups. Yeah, random uh, Mercari, you can still you can still find, you know, moms posting shit, but you got to be you got to be quick on that. Mm. But uh, no. Uh, well, well, here's another one, man. Is, is Craigslist still a thing? At all Craig's, Craigslist is still a thing, dude. Is I, it still uh, real? I picked up uh, uh, these, these guys like to bust my balls because. I like to buy shit from little old ladies who don't know better. <laughs> and uh, I picked up, uh, it was uh, World Championship Darts on PS2. Mm-hmm. Rare, rare, rare as hen's teeth game, but still a little, little under the radar. So but I, I managed to pick that up for uh, 20 bucks. But I screwed up because I was, I was bragging to all my friends. Look what I got. Look what I got. And I was posting and I, and I, I, I took a screenshot of the uh, price no, chart. I took a screenshot of the price charting, at, you know, of, with the price on it, and I accidentally sent it to the fucking lady I was going to buy it from. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh shit, this is over. But you know, and uh, sure, unsend, unsend. And, 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 uh, yeah, well, because I I arranged to pick it up that weekend, and then she's like, "You still coming?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm still coming." So yeah, she gave it to me anyway, nonetheless. That's cool. So, uh, Reggie, that. I think they're long, as long as they're happy, you know, everything's good. If they're happy with the sales and you're happy, you know, good, no problem. Yeah, yeah. That's, then that's a good point. If both people are happy. She probably just wanted to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Ended up that selling Fear it. Free Collectors Edition you showed. Um, someone posted a few years ago on the PS3 Collectors Group on Facebook um, that one of the stores in Australia were clearing them out. So like 15 or 20, if it was on the group, all got sealed copies for 20 Really? Bucks. Wow. I had a friend message me. He's like, hey, man, you remember this that we bought? I'm trying to sell mine. And I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to sell mine. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that, I mean, that game is so cool. And, I, and I'll explain why I went ahead and got the collector's edition. So I've been playing the Fear games pretty much since they came out. Now, I think the, the best Fear game is actually Part 2. But I like Part 3 for a couple of reasons. First of all, it's co-op. You can play with a friend online together through the story mode, which is great. But what really made it stand out to me? You guys ever seen that movie, John Carpenter? John Carpenter, The Fog. Yeah. Or you know what it's about? I, the fog. If the fog, basically, it's a hard movie where if a fog gets you, you'll, you'll get killed pretty much. So you have to stay There's away from monsters the fog. in the fog. Yeah, and they're crazy looking too. Um, so John Carpenter, I forgot what he did on the game, but he worked on the game. So some of his ideas were put into the game. So there's a there's a match, a co-op match where you can play up to four players, I think, where it's called F and Run. And basically, you're running. There's a fog. There's a fog chasing you. It's, it looks crazy. It looks scary as hell. But you got to fight soldiers while you're trying to progress through. So 
Um, if you're fighting them too long, the fog will get closer to you and it starts playing this eerie music. It's scary as hell, but it's tense. You're running, you're taking out soldiers, beating them up, getting to the checkpoint. And then, then you get rest, refill your weapon, switch them up, and you keep going and you try to complete the levels. But it's terrifying because that fog is coming. And if you're fighting an enemy that's tough, you know, like, got to kill this guy, hurry up. So it's very tense. It's so much fun. And that is in this game. And that's the only game I've seen do that. So it's very fun and intense. And I'm, I'm trying to get Media Glitch to play it with me. I think CAG is going to get the PS3 copy of um, a Fear 3 because the PS3 online is free. So we can all play online together, which is Still, great. Somehow. <laughs> somehow. Yeah, we, we, we actually play, we play Raccoon City. Uh, I think about Raccoon City um, about a month ago online and beat it on the PS3. It was crazy. Nice. Are you going to keep that Fear 3 sealed? The, uh, the collectors? I'll, I'll eventually open it. Um, no, don't do that. You don't think so? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I mean, I already have the game, but it's just more, I guess it's more of a novelty because there's no reason to open it up because I'm not going to have the, the action figure sticking, sitting out or whatever like that. It's just more because I was a fan of the game, I would say. So Case I might keep it still. The seal. Uh, Case up? it dust off it with the seal. Yeah, it does. It does. It really does. But um, <laughs> fear three, me- man. Let me ask you, Reggie. Are you gonna? Are you gonna? Are you gonna put? Uh, do you keep your other Fear Three in a red case? No. So um, those are probably the only survival horror games. Well, I don't know if I could call it a survival horror, but it is horror. Um, they're still in regular cases. Uh, but that, so you, I like how you remember I put the horror games, uh, survival horror games, in red cases, man. That was, hold on, you that you started that trend. Dude, started people thought that was a brilliant man. idea. I said, dude, this is a. It looks great on the PS3. I had no idea it was going to take off like that. I was like. Yeah, that's how I do it. Yeah. You're a trendsetter, Reggie. I can't stand it, but you are. <laughs> People join the groups and post their horror collection, and they're in red cases. And it, it looks so much better, though. It, that's because people hate the red cases at first, right? They're like, "Oh, these are ugly." I came the horror. I came with the horror, horror idea. They're like, "Yeah, dude, this is this is perfect." So I'm yeah, glad yeah. that thing is still that's going on. I guess, uh, hey guys, I think it's time for uh, one of our segments. I think it's uh, quiz time. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Here we go. It's time for America's favorite game show, Figsy Quiz, where we put the minds of the world's greatest video game collectors to the test. And now, the host of our show, Figsy! I love the 80s port music. (laughs) (laughs) World's greatest collectors. All right. Okay, whatever. Let's go. So guys, Pavel has once again done all the questions for today's quiz. It's some good questions today. I enjoyed setting this one up. So we have eight questions. Uh, who would like to go first in today's quiz? I'll give you the choice, Reggie. You're the guest. You want to go first or second? I'll go first. Damn it. So the way this will work is, Reggie, you'll go first. If you get the question wrong, we'll... we'll Get a chance to steal. Each um, question is going to be worth one point. Each steal will be worth one point. Uh, will will answer question two first. If Will gets the question wrong, Reggie, you'll get the chance to steal. Okay. Uh, so let's get into it, guys, with question number one. Which of these Sega Saturn consoles does not exist? Is it the LG Saturn, the Hitachi Saturn, the Samsung Saturn, or the JVC Saturn? Reggie? Uh- I think the JVC. That is incorrect. No, no. <laughs> Come on. I'm uh 
I know. I know. I feel like I know what Will. I want to say Samsung, but I I think it's LG. Is the LG Saturn? LJ is correct. All right, let's go. Dude, oh my god, (laughs) I should have got that one. Will takes the first point. All right, question number two. This one's for you, Will. All right, what we got? What god does Kratos kill in order to become a god of war? Is it Zeus? I know Poseidon, Ares, or Hercules. It's Ares. It is Ares. Yeah, you got Ares. it, man. All right. You're on it. Will's off the roll. Two points. All right. Question number three. What game are these Final Fantasy characters playing, Reggie? It, it's, I forgot what it was called. It's like, um, it's a water football game. Um, you're looking for the exact name of the of the game. Yeah, the name of the game. Oh man, I oh, come on. All right, give me give me ten seconds here. Let me see here. I ugh, I don't remember because I hated this game. I I tried to skip this game as much as possible <laughs> when I played the game. Hand it over to Will. Yeah, uh, hand it to Will. They are playing hide the salami. <laughs> <laughs> they are not playing hide the salami. So they are playing blitzball. Oh man, yeah, I totally forgot. I, 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 I had no clue. I never played Final Fantasy X. <laughs> I know it because of how bad it is, and it's just like you watch videos about it, and people talk yeah. about how bad. You have to it play is. it the first time, and then after that, it's optional. And you're like, yeah, I'm not playing this game. Right, question number four. This one's for you, Will. All right. What is the name of the princess from the Earthworm Jim series? Oh, damn it. I've played this game a million times. Um, dude, I don't know. I really don't know. For princess B B Bonnet. I don't know. No. I hand this one over to Reggie. Yeah, because these are some tough questions, man. Um, that doesn't make them easy. Who doesn't? Vela Quizmaster. Man, he's man, he's tough. Um, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm gonna say I don't know this one either, man. I just, yeah. So um, you almost got it there. It was Princess. What's her name? <laughs> wow, dude. Would have never. I mean, that's why he threw that one in there because someone might accidentally. That's hilarious. I, I, I man, I loved Earthrun Jim. I played the shit out on what was it, Sega. All right, question number five. Anyone can still win the game. Okay. Uh, I'm going to show you part of a video game cover. You have to tell me the cover of the game. Yeah, Dinosaur Rex. Not Dinosaur Rex. Oh, 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 shoot. Um, (laughs) Dang. (laughs) Come on, man. I know this game. I looked at it the other day. This game came came out for Super Nintendo Sega City. Um, It's, um... Oh, man. (laughs) It's. I have no clue. So I'll, don't. Radical Rex. It is Radical Rex. All right, finally, dude. Yeah, I, I got to remember something, dude. I think that was a. I think that was a cater to for your to your name, Reggie. Yeah, that, that, that helps out. Yeah, I would have given it to you if you didn't get that one. All right, question six. Well, this one's for you. I'm going to show you a steel book. You have to tell me what game it's from. Jesus, oh, dude. I don't know, punk cock. 
not I, hold on no seriously though seriously though for reals uh that's uh <sighs> saints row Ooh, good guess but it wasn't saints row reggie i uh this looks like I, any street Australia. <laughs> I feel like this is maybe is it Far Cry? It is Far Cry Six. Ah, oh, bullshit! <laughs> All right, dude. Yeah, yeah. Back in here. Moving into the final round, the scores are now locked at two apiece. Anyone can win. <laughs> and we do have a tiebreaker question if it does end on a tie. Uh, so, question seven: What is this one's for you, Reggie? What is missing from the front cover of? GTA five. Um I think it's a uh, Michael. It's not Michael. Well oh. give me a minute. Oh, fuck, what is this? Stop looking at your phone. I'm not looking at my phone. <laughs> I can see you looking down. I'm not looking at my phone. <laughs> I don't know. I give up. What is it? It was a dog. Uh, oh man, it's your, it's, it's your dog. Once you see it, you're like, I've seen that a million times. Yeah, uh, jeez, that's your dog. All right, final question, and to potentially win the game, well, the bloody and brutal beat 'em up Splatterhouse press kit coffin is limited to how many copies? Come on, man! How many <laughs> how many grains of sand are on a beach? Will uh, I'm going to say a hundred? Wasn't a hundred, Reggie? I'm going to say five hundred. Wasn't five hundred? So the answer what? was six hundred and sixty-six. Oh, evil number! I okay, I get it. Wow. All right, guys, so we are locked at two all. Um, we are going to have to go to a tiebreaker question. Oh, my God. Give me one second to re-familiar. All right, so the tiebreaker question, I'm going to show you guys a video game. Um, first person to tell me the year it was released gets the answer. Oh, man, I'm um, the worst at these. Um, That would be 2000 and... 2006. Nine. Nine. It is 2009. Yeah, fucking, fucking, fuck, fuck this fucking <laughs> Congratulations. game. Congratulations. Shit's fucking rigged. You know, you know what's happening? Like, the PlayStation song is kicking off in my head right now, so I'm celebrating. That was the one, guys. Thanks for playing, Figsy's Oh, I've got the um, repeat on. Reggie, I'm now, I have a, I have a, I have this, uh, I, I, you know, I, I take notes and I write things down, questions to ask. Now I'm going to draw funny pictures of you. Mm. <laughs> I hope you're happy. Well, you know, it was crazy. We were actually talking about those games today. Like my buddy Joel, we did a pickups video and he got the first two Katamari games. Um, so that's like, it kind of sunk in my head, like, you know, when the release was. The PS2 games? Just yeah, came two out PS2 games. Right. I swear I seen someone post a picture of the PS5 one this week. There's a PS5 one out now? Yeah, there's a PS5 one. I'm just looking I'm so, I barely got a well I had a I've got a P I had a PS5 for about a little over a year now, I would say. Got a few games on it. I uh I got I got my PS5 in, in uh, January. 
Oh, yeah? I, yeah, I sent I sent it back to Sony uh, about a month ago, and it's supposed to be here tomorrow. So I get I get my PS5 back. I traded my PS4 in and uh, and my PS5. You're tired, you know, huh? Well, yeah. I you think know. this is a remake of the PS2. We love Katamari, and they just redid it for PS5. Yeah, that's the that's the second game on the PS2, if I remember right. Yeah, wow. Hmm. I think well, did you get your PS5 back? No, it's coming tomorrow. Yeah, well, yeah. You'll have I, to see I, if the penis I got is on I got the email. I got the email on Friday, uh, and they say yeah, should be here tomorrow. I got to sign for it and shit. You should have told them to keep it and send you the PS5 Pro when that comes out. You get to exchange it. <laughs> now, well, the, well, the next one is supposed to be a slim, not a pro. Uh, a pro. The slim, oh, really? Yeah, it's going to be a slim with a, and you can buy a separate disc drive for it. So it's a uh, slim, slim digital, I guess. This is this is what I've heard. I don't. I'm, and you oh. got to buy. It. But unfortunately, that's that uh, external disc drive won't work on the old school uh, PS digital system. Digital, digital. yeah. So. Yeah, just one way to lock you out. I was in the stores on Wednesday or something picking up Diablo for some friends. And I seen, I don't know if they were the new boxes or just display ones, but the um, the slim PS5 boxes are like the, um, remember the PS2 slims, the really small boxes? They were like mm-hmm. that size, nice and cute. <laughs> really? They're going to be, it's, it's, hmm. I don't know if they were uh, mock up ones or if they were actual ones, but um, I just seen them. I'm like, oh, look how small they are. Because we all know how big the PS5 is. It was, um, it's nice yeah. to see one. PS5 is, is is a weird looking system. Big yeah, I, don't, I don't I don't like it. Um it looks like I don't know uh I'll, well it looks like it looks like what people in the past would think of the future would look like. But mm. the, in the seven it's like people in the seventies thought the future would look like and in, in right. It's, it's, I don't like the black and white. I'm still uh I just can't. I, I want to buy some black plates. You know what I mean. But uh, mm-hmm. I can't. Uh, I can't bring myself to spend fifty bucks on just you know two no. big giant sheets of plastic. Nor do I have the wherewithal to fucking you know spray paint it because I, I guess you got to prime it. I don't know shit about anything. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. Well, they don't make the plates easy. Like they don't just sell plates by themselves. They sell the plates in special edition consoles, like the mm-hmm. Final Fantasy one. You gotta spend, I don't know, thousand dollars to get your plates if you want to get them. You know, mm-hmm. it's yeah, taking yeah. advantage of that because they know that collectors are gonna buy them, and unfortunately, yeah. they do that these days. You know, I think back. in Japan they release the plates separately, but I don't think they do in North America. Somebody, I can't remember. I think it was Sean. Sean uh, Powers. He's like, he, he showed me the. They got some. Uh, they have some Final Fantasy plates coming out. It's like seventy bucks. I was like, get the fuck out of here. I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, it's just dude. Do you collect well, those any were the ones? They were only released part of the console, but if you wanted the plates by themselves, you had to then buy them from Japan. It's like, why don't you just sell them all around the world? They're obviously going to sell. It's Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah, welcome to welcome to collecting 2023. <laughs> Reggie, do you uh, do you collect uh, consoles or is it? Uh, I got the consoles I play on, and that's it. What about you? No, no, just um. You know, damn! I take that back, man. I have like a bunch of PS One and PS Twos, and in one of my uh, my totes in the in the other room, because uh, basically what what I what I was really obsessed with collecting back in the day. You guys remember the PS One monitors and the PS Two monitors, like the little screens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
when I was in the army, uh, those that those things were a big deal because we were always like traveling. So it was a way to kind of take our PlayStation with us or whatever like that. So every time I would see those uh, screens, I would pick up, you know, I would, I would pick them up. They have all these different variants for them. So I wanted to have them all hooked to a system. So I had all, I got all these systems for cheap. So I have like probably like I want around like eight PS fat PS2s, three or four slims. Uh, PS1s, I have around 10 of those damn things. So they all have screens for them. And, and so, That's cool, man. Yeah, I, I did a video about it uh, a couple of years ago on my channel, but I have more than what was in the video now. But um, yeah, those are the only multiple systems I have, I would say. Wait, Vita and PSP is what I have a couple. Damn, you guys got me thinking about a lot of stuff. Like, well, I <laughs> Actually, I, had a, I watched that video and I had a question written down. I wanted to talk about the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it's pretty funny. But yeah, like when it comes to PlayStation stuff, I, I had like I have uh, more than one system, I, I would say, when it comes to like um, um, up to the PS3, I would say. Um, but after that, you know, just one system is fine. And the reason I, I did that was because of two, because in case the system broke down, I would have another backup system or whatever like that. Nobody could fix it. It was just a thing I had, and they were cheap. Like I said, like back then, like when I got those, like nobody cared on. They were giving them away or just tossing them, or they were easy fixes too. So yeah, yeah. I'm only familiar with the uh, the one that came with the PS One O N E, the the you know the little the little little flip up screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did did they come out with one for the regular size PS One as well? No. Okay. No, I that, have seen a power one for the PS2. Um, yeah, I've seen one once or twice. It was there's a bunch of different ones, man. I I found out there's a you ever heard of the TV company called Zenith or Zenith? Or, I think they were yeah, called. Zenith. Yeah, they made a monitor for PS1 and PS2, which I found out about about five years ago. Some guy was selling the three monitors, three of the monitors, and they were twisting around monitors too, so you could like twist them around. And it was freaking awesome. And he sold all three of them to me for like $85. And I was like, dude, I'm so happy I got it because they were so hard. They're so hard to find. They made it for the GameCube and they made it for the Xbox. The GameCube, all of them are like so difficult to find. You know, I found the GameCube one once and I didn't pull the trigger on it. But um, I got, I was happy with my PS2 ones. But yeah, they're so hard to find because like they're just, yeah, they're unique. They're, they're made by companies that are no longer around and stuff. So it's, it's just very crazy. Dude, you're I'm taking me back to some ones for ps4s where they'll get a bag and they'll like put the um console in one part and put the monitor in one and get it mm-hmm. playing on batteries and things like that and they'll have it like photos of them playing on the portable ps4 and applying mm-hmm. like, that's so cool it is dude. like oh man playing some crazy game man yeah i used to have a zenith tv in my home when I was my childhood home and it was it was one of those console tvs you know where it's just encased in a giant wood fucking thing that sat at the end, the end of the living room oh man taking me back there's a there's a company called games g-a-e-m-s and they make a they make a console for, or a, a screen basically it's a briefcase you, you, you pop your ps4 or, or uh, xbox into one side mm-hmm. and you hook it up and then the other the other side is just a big old screen but uh no no, 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 no. I, I, I think I would see a lot of that, st- those, that stuff in pawn shops because uh, me and Washington, like this is, we have a military, Fort Lewis. So when the soldiers would go overseas, they would take those, they would have those, they would take those with them overseas. And when they got back from overseas, they would like trade it in at a pawn shop because they're not, they're not going to use it anymore. So I saw a stack of those, what you're talking about at the pawn shop, you know, ready to go. So I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. 
Reggie, one system that we don't really talk about too much on this show um, that I know you love is the PSP. And um, mm. you used to you play a lot of PSP games. You used to do a lot of PSP games when you were overseas. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not overseas. It was uh, more so um, the PSP I got on when I first moved to Washington because that's when it first came out back in 2005. So I was on it then. And um, it was just really nice to have a true portable system for for made by Sony. Because you remember the commercials that they made for it? Like there was one called Take Me Out, which was an awesome commercial. i never forget that one. It got, got everybody pumped up. But what was cool about it was that um, not only can you play like like more modern games on the system at the time, but you could watch movies on it, you know. And the fat PSP was really cool because I remember I had this little accessory that went with it. It was like you hooked the PSP to the to this little stereo system. Yeah, yeah. It was like a, it was like a movie theater pretty much, and it had two headphone jacks. So I remember I took it on a plane, went, and the person next to me, they, I gave him some headphones so they could watch the movie with me. It was so cool. Um, but uh, this little stuff like that, I thought was really cool with the PSP. And I would say, honestly, this is going to be weird, man, because I'm, I'm always going back and forth between this. But the, you know, I always have my favorite system of all time then my favorite portable system of all time. And I would love to choose, choose the PSP. But the thing is, I have more games. It is more evidence to like my Game Boy Advance. The Game Boy Advance is like the sequel to the Super Nintendo, pretty much. Like it's like the yeah, 32-bit Super Nintendo. And uh the games I have on that system are freaking amazing. You know, I could actually have a couple of them here if you guys want to see them. I don't know if that's yeah, yeah. if it's, yes, it's cheating. It, we we love all consoles here on the PlayStation okay. Collectors Cut. Okay, cool. So that on your laptop. Yeah, it's uh, it's right here. <laughs> I've got it okay, right cool, now. cool. Now, my PSP stuff is put up, everyone, but I can, I do have my Game Boy Advance stuff here, and luckily, the Game Boy Advance stuff that I have here is PAL. I had it ready, just in case we talk about this stuff. Is the Game Boy Advance region correct? Yes. Oh, nice. Yep. So, um, this is going to be kind of cool after what we talked about. I finally got my copy of Magical Magical Quest Three. <laughs> yeah, I finally got one. And this was after I, I, I did that video about the game with the company raising the price on me. My friend, uh, Justice, actually had a copy of it, and we did a trade for it. So I traded him a bunch of good stuff, and he hooked me up with it. I was so happy, dude. And what was I love crazy the about this? On the front. It's awesome. I know. It was crazy about this. Dude, people have been trying to get this from me. Like, I had like collectors hitting me up through, through direct messages trying to say, hey, you want to sell that game? Like, dude, I just got this. You know what I went through to get this, and now you want to take it from me? Like, let me let me hold on to it for a little bit. <laughs> um, this is one of the this is one of the most well, it became one of the most difficult games to find in PAL territories. Um, this is Black Belt Challenge for the Game Boy Advance. This is a, a fighting game, one-on-one fighting game, and it was made by the same people I think it made the Killzone series on the PlayStation. So I got that, that tiny one. little Australian writing in the corner. Now they're huge. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's pretty, pretty insane. So I got that one. That, that would be illegal to that that writing because it has really? small orders. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> um, another good game. Uh, Tiny Toons Buster's Bad Dream. We actually got this in America, but it was cheaper to get the PAL version of it. So I just got this one. And if it's region three, it makes sense, right? You're gonna oh, hundred percent. A lot of people don't know this game was on the Game Boy Advance. Steel Empire. Came out for the Game Boy Advance, a shoot 'em up that was on the originally on the Genesis, and got that one. Um, another PAL exclusive, uh, Mr. Nuts. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, I'm I'm a 12 year old at heart, but <laughs> no, I mean that, that name is I do I know right that name is gonna make you laugh. It's like, it's nuts. like really, that that's hilarious, Mr. Um, D's nuts. Shit, <laughs> Pinky in the Brain, another pal exclusive. Really, why would they get that? Not us. I have no idea, man. That that tripped me out too. My buddy Evan had told me about this one. He said, "Brad, you gotta get this game. It's good." I said, I don't know, and I'm happy I got it because it, it was cheap. Now people are trying to, you know, get that high price. I think price. the Bugs Bunny games on PS1 were PAL exclusive as, as well. Really? Yeah. That's bullshit. And they're really it's good like, games, too. It makes no sense. It's like an asterisk and obelisk game being, you know, NTSC only. It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> this game I remember getting for 10 bucks. Uh, this game's on every platform, Xbox 360, GameCube ps2 and all that stuff um but i got it for like 10 bucks so i threw a trade really cheap and it's gone up in price alien homage for the game boy advance um the ps2 version is actually uh it's within the um the resident evil universe i believe i believe the net the nemesis on the back it's it's, i think it's alien hominid you get jill valentine and you get the nemesis in there no, you're thinking about that game. I can't think of the name. I know what you're talking about, though. Uh, I have the game. I just the name is slipping me. But it's, it's, it's another game. It's not Alien Hominid. It's called something else. Um, maybe somebody in the chat can help us out yeah, here. Yeah, someone will pick it up in a second. But um, yeah, it, I know exactly what you're talking about. I own the game. I just forgot the name of it. Was, uh, oh well, then, I'm an asshole who doesn't know my shit. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, well, it's it's funny. You'll remember something, and it'll just leave your head right away because you're so excited. You're excited, like, oh, I know that, you know. But it's like, yeah. VIP Game Boy Advance, another good one. Is that the Common Electro? Yeah, the TV uh, show. Pam Pam Anderson. Pam Anderson. Anderson, yeah. This is a, a good platform game. Uh, my buddy Evan told me about it because he he's like me. He'll look for the games that are like out there, like no one's looking looking at that are good. And he helped me find this one. So VIP on Game Boy Advance is definitely worth getting. It's a good platformer. Um, uh, here's one of the weirder games I got: a RoboCop for the Game Boy Color. <laughs> Jesus. He looks weird on the camera. Like, he yeah, like I was gonna out. say he's like he's got a tiny head. <laughs> yeah, tiny head, buffed out body. Like, what the heck? <laughs> I had to get it, man, because I, I love Robocop. And um, let's see, I have two more here. One is just more of one of the more expensive games I have with the Game Boy Color, uh, Windy Every w- Which Way. Oh, yeah, it's like a free $400 game. Yeah, I got this when it was like um, uh, 30 bucks complete. You got so you guys know Metal Metal Jesus and, and all all the crew and everything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kinsey worked at the store um, called Another Castle. So I was looking online for games, and Another Castle was selling on on Amazon, and I saw they had this game. Found out that it was complete. So uh, instead of like buying it off Amazon, I just had them uh, go to a convention that was coming up in a couple of weeks, and he brought it there, and I bought it off them from there. So pretty oh, cool. Awesome. So I've had and a I, bad experience buying that. I. I made a deal with a collector and I went to go and buy it and he's looked up the prices of everything and he's like, Hey, this game's actually 150 bucks, so I kind of want more for it now. And yeah. yeah. I, I don't I, buy yeah. from this local reseller anymore. I blocked him on Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> you have the bugs like that, man. Change the price, like, no, I'm good. And the last Game Boy event, Game Boy game I want to show you guys is more of a unique one. This is the English tra- game it got English translated. And uh, someone made a, uh, a box for it and a manual. It's a Star Ocean Blue Sphere oh, for the Game Boy Color. So so um, many Star Ocean. Yeah, it's a lot like too. That's awesome. Yeah, and I I love the Star Ocean series, man. Like, dude, like, I 
I'm just I've been all about it, and um, to, to get this game finally English translated um, was was amazing for me. So I went all out for it. So happy to get this, and that's pretty much all the Game Boy stuff. But um, the Game Boy Advance system is it's neck and neck between the PSP, but I had to go with the Game Boy Advance because I just have more stuff on it. But the PSP is more, I would say, more of a modern system for people to play. I would say uh, for portable. I thought the PSP was almost ahead of its time when it came out. If it came out like it, 10 years later or five years later, when, but then smartphones came out. So it kind of yeah. went, why would I buy this when I can just do it on my phone? And it's like why the Vita wouldn't take off. Yeah. And it was crazy because um, I, Sony kind of heard it, but even though this PSP sold really well, it did really well, even though it was pirated and stuff like that. But Sony was kind of like cheating people with the, the memory cards being small. Because people were want people were had found out how to make that system better than what it was. I mean, like using the memory for it, you know, like it was just amazing what they were doing with it. And um, I felt like it didn't it didn't quite reach its potential, even though it did well. It could have done even better. But then the problem with the PSP was after it came out, Sony wanted to really be lock. They wanted they wanted to lock down the Vita really hard, so they used those those memory cards that were lame. And yeah. expensive, and that kind of killed the five hundred dollar memory cards. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "What are you guys thinking?" Because people wanted to make games for that system, but they, those games take up memory. If you barely have any, you know, like what what do you expect them to do? So they knew they messed up, so they abandoned the system. But thankfully, uh, indie companies made games for it, and Limited Run came through, and that's when a lot of their Vita stuff was selling. So the Vita lived on longer than longer. It lived on longer than what it should have after Sony killed it. You know, thankfully, it lived on. There, there was actually I got it written down here. There was a Vita game released this week. PlayAsia just released a new. Yes, game I game. saw that. Did it? Oh wow! Did it sell out already? So, yeah, it sold out. It sold out in five minutes. And like some wow. of big Vita collectors missed out. So I, I'm hoping they get. What was the game? Some weird uh, rogue game. I, it was like some knights and stuff like the medieval game. From what I remember cool. seeing of it, it but they must have had this a long time ago because. Yeah. Limited Run, Josh came out and said that we can't do Vita games anymore because Sony have run out of the carts to make them. Like, we, they can't actually make any more. So, like, there was a point where they had to stop. So, PlayAsia must have done this, like, two years ago and put them yeah. aside. We'll release these and there's no more new Vita games out. And it sold well, out like crazy. The press release from PlayAsia was like, oh, we're moving warehouses and look what we found in the back, hidden under a pile of fucking garbage. <laughs> we fucking found a big giant box PS vita games uh, i mean i don't know if that's a, a marketing ploy or tactic you know it's a good one if you it but. sold out so whatever that it worked i mean you you're not missing out on much with those games i mean the vita releases from play asia were kind of like they were like getting weak at least in my opinion i mean the last one i thought they did was good was unmetal but um unmetal is getting ported to the, the switch and ps4 now so you know but um speaking of the vita though um the vita i had a great time with that system man and you know it was crazy i don't know what i've had my vita since it came out but now it seems like it's having problems i don't know if i need to replace some stuff but the battery's dying faster way faster than it used to and the gyroscopes on the screen are kind of like out of whack like so when i touch a certain part of the screen it doesn't is that happening to you guys or you know that have you heard of that issue before i've had psp issues um but not really many vita issues I've okay, never had maybe. a Vita. Uh, I've had a fat battery on a, on a PSP or two. You know what I'm talking about? I think it's Batteries hard. are blowing up on. Like, if you've got a sealed PSP today, you should open it up. <laughs> it's got really? Yeah, they're blowing up. Fat, the battery gets fat. I don't know. It's, it just gets all bloated and shit, and you got to throw it out. But uh, I, loved, I loved my PSP. Uh, it was yeah. 
my introduction into emulation. Uh, mm. I had a friend. It who, was easy to do too, man. Yeah. I mean, it's even, it's even easier now from what I understand. I had a friend who he did it for me, did something. He did it through the battery. I guess there was a hack. He did through the battery and whatnot. I don't know. And I, I just like he gave him my PSP. I was like, here. And he gave it back to me. And I, I had Pokemon games. I was like, oh, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking, I love Pokemon. It's my, uh, it's my dirty little secret. There's but, a Pokemon uh, game out there that's like a knockoff. It's called Monster Crown. Have you heard of it? Yes. Yeah, I, that, that's fun. Yeah. The yeah, random generated one. That's awesome. This is the P, we're talking about the PS4 game, right? It's P, it's on PS4, Switch, and Xbox. But yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of something else. Now. There's a random generated game that's like a Pokemon game, but it's different every time. Oh, Anyone okay. know what I'm talking about? He showed it to me. Hey, well, I think it's time for our meantime. Oh, is it meantime? Well, let's go. Oh, okay. Headphone warning. Fuck Jacksepticeye. I stole his fucking uh, his 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 segment name. So let's see. What do we got? Joe, what do we got? Oh, <laughs> these guys have been trying to get me to play Zelda forever. And uh, this is how I feel about it. Uh, this game is great. You got to try this, Will. No, thanks. I'll pass. Oof. That, that has, been, oh, has, has been played out. I am done. I am not going to get sloppy. How many, how many copies have sold? 10 million? Uh, the last one sold 30 million. Yeah, I'm not going to get sloppy 30 millionths. So fuck you guys. Uh, my phone. Screen time. Uh, your screen time was down. Nice week. This, this week, nice job. My Switch, 120 <laughs> hours of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. That's my phone at the moment. Wow. Yeah, T- Tears of the Kingdom <laughs> seems to be trending here on the PlayStation Collectors podcast. <laughs> oh, this is a list that's of games. Uh, that's actually supposed to be news, but uh, we'll get back to that. Uh, games <laughs> have changed. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> This is this is an old meme that's flipped around. Yeah, well, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, welcome to twenty twenty three. When you're gaming with the lads and you die on purpose so you can enjoy your little snacky snack you made. Yeah, this is this is hundred percent true. I've done this before. <laughs> oh yes, uh, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is going to be on two discs. Uh, people, yeah, people are excited about this, and I'm like, why is this fucking news? Well, I guess yeah. I guess it's all supposed to be on the disc. Two discs you have to install. Yeah, it's still, yeah, there's still going to be yeah, it's going to be 500 gig installed discs on each one. You watch. Well, that's better than a 500 gig download. I was talking about this earlier. Um, GameStop employees, <laughs> and there's me. Uh, I know more than you. <laughs> it's all out of order. But can I, can I help you with anything? Uh, yeah, I know more than you. Get the fuck out of here. But yeah, <laughs> that's me in any any video game store. Uh, PS1 Spider-Man predicts the future. Dude. Uh, poor New York City. <laughs> that dude. That's... <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's true, man. It is, it's a, it is... Dude, seriously, yeah. yeah. Oh, my we're, God. We're all about current events here on uh, the PlayStation Collectors Podcast. <laughs> what else we got? Everyone's Apple Vision Pro <laughs> exactly one day after <laughs> buying it. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Oh yes, uh, I like to do my homework on our cut on our 
uh, guests and Reggie. Uh, oh, Dinah Dash, how did you how did you find that? Oh no, we dude. uncovered your criminal past. <laughs> <laughs> I got caught up, man. I messed with the wrong one. <laughs> yeah, three ladies. Sega Saturn. Uh, my controllers still work after nearly three decades. Nintendo Switch controller sticks. No worky. Uh, cry baby dog. What else we got? When uh, when you turn on the PC you built for the first time. Uh, <laughs> this is for the PC players. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, friend... <laughs> no, it's radial, Reggie. Uh, a friend of mine was... T- hey, a friend of mine texted... James Johnson texted me. Hey, did you catch a new radial, Reggie, video? <laughs> It was a miss. It was a miss. Uh, miss type on his end, but yeah, there you go, Reggie. Okay. That one's that one's just for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's really funny, dude. Uh, help me out. I'm stuck. Uh, I guess this is a Zelda meme. I don't get it. Uh, <laughs> but if you're a fan of porn, you you get it. <laughs> and uh, oh yeah, oh no, that's Katamari. That's not a meme. I think that's it. And ladies and gentlemen, that's this week's installment of Meme Time. <laughs> That was hilarious, dude. Cheers. The apple glasses won at my jewel. <laughs> hey, guys, we're going to um, talk about some PAL games, in particular mm. PS3 oh. PAL games and some oh. different PAL exclusives. Okay, let's uh, PS3 PAL games, you said? Who wants to go first? Uh, I, I, I got a stack. I got a small stack. Um, I'm not. Uh, these are all PAL exclusives. I got four of them, so I'm gonna be real quick. Uh, no, yeah, there we go. First one up, my favorite game of all time, probably because this thing opened up so many doors for me. Pain, P A I N, P A I N, Pain. This is a great song. Uh, it's got a great song, great game. I highly recommend it. Uh, this next one, this game, um, it's a licensed game. It's about Nazis from the moon. Uh, Iron Sky Invasion. There's a movie. This is based on a movie from about Nazis from the moon. I guess they come. I don't. I don't know. Anyway, Nazis from the moon. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> well, don't don't skip the movie. Skip the video game. But it is a pile exclusive. Uh, I think this is a Warhammer. Fifty thousand or five thousand. I'm not a Warhammer guy. No, but honestly, I've never played this one, but it is a PAL exclusive. This is Space Hulk. Hey, Funbox. Uh, this is a gift from a friend, dear friend, Jim Jordan, if you're listening. Thank you. Also, uh, so was the Iron Sky game. Jim Jordan, thank you. He uh, He's my exclusive dealer for all games. Uh, PAL exclusive, so there's that. And the last game, also from Jim Jordan, of Orcs and Men. I like this. You play the little guy, you play this guy, you do stealth. You play this guy, you beat him up. It's, uh, hmm. it's uh, you know, it's at uh, Dungeons and Dragons, um, Orcs and Men shit. So, but no, this is actually a good game. I I do recommend this one. And those, ladies and gentlemen, are my pal games. Who's up next? Um, I'll talk about some pal games. Um, I grabbed a few out. I grabbed the PS1 and two games I, as well. I, I have the grabs. A couple? Is that cool? Yeah, yeah, go for it, Reggie. Okay, let me grab them while you... Yeah, and fix you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I gotta be really bad. I'll be right back. Alright, it's all good. I can talk about these games for all day. So this first one is 
World of Outlaws Sprint Cars. Now, I played this. Um, I'll, the first I'll talk time to you, Figsy. Hey, Joe. First time I played <laughs> this was with a controller, and I actually had a terrible time. And I'm like, that wasn't a good game, blah, blah, blah. And then I went around one of my mate's places, and he has a full driving setup. And this on a racing sim was one of the most fun I've ever had playing a racing sim. So if you have a full racing setup, this is a must-have for the PS3. It's on dirt tracks, just going around in circles. But look, the drifting on is insane. It's unlike, I mean, it would be like Juice 2 mixed with like a rally game and they had a baby and just had the circle track. <laughs> I think there's a, a PS4 sequel for that. I'm pretty sure. There's it a PS2 version as well. Yeah. I think right, it's expensive one, too for a racing game. If yeah, it's, like, it's a $100 game, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, well. It's not rare though. It's just one of those games. Yeah. The next one I've talked about a few times on this show, and a few of you guys have played this with me, and it's heaps hey. of fun, and that is Snipers Invisible, Silent, Deadly. So this is online only, um, and it's a rare game. So because of that, the community all decided that once we all got copies, we were going to play together. I think I've played this like six or seven times now with collectors, and I've had an absolute blast. We keep saying we need to arrange another. We gotta um, do that soon, man. Have a play date together. Um, we'll hopefully get that mm-hmm. done soon. But yeah, this is Got that rifle right there, buddy. I can't wait. Unfortunately, like most people, will never get to play this because it is online only, and you can't play it one player. Like it's got a tutorial, but you have to play with other people. Dude, I'm gonna wear the head. I got the Rambo headband. I got the sniper rifle. I am ready. Let us. <laughs> I'm not. I won't win, but I'll play. Let's go. I've almost got the platinum trophy. I've played it that much. It's <laughs> funny. As a final PS3 one, uh, I went through the PS3 list because I do own them all. Um, but I'm like, what's really good on the PS3 for PAL exclusives? Can't get past Quest for Booty. That's I, right, unfortunately, it's probably one of the weaker Ratchet and Clank games. But saying a Ratchet and Clank game is bad is like saying pizza's bad. It's still pretty good. <laughs> That's the last PS3 one I still need to pick up. I've been putting that off forever. I really need to buy that. Um, getting to the um, PS2 games while we're waiting on everything. So I grabbed out 10,000 bullets. Um, this is pretty cool. It uses like a um, slowdown, like Matrix-style motion That's cool. part of the game. But again, like it's a palette like Max Payne type thing, you mean? Yeah, Short yeah, similar thing. to that. It's cool. And the next one that I have learned how to pronounce is Erix. So this is a fighting game. It's a spin-off Final Fantasy game. It mm. uses all the characters from Final Fantasy VII, uh, and it's actually a heap of fun. Really, yeah, it's cool. like an it's like an arena fighter, right? It's like um, it's not like a two D fighter. It's like you're in a yeah, yeah, exactly thing. Yeah, yeah, that that looks like a fun game. If you're a Final Fantasy fan, you know the characters you're playing with, the characters you love. It's a heap of fun. So, speaking of modded consoles. I think that's one of the reasons I want a modded console is to start collecting some PAL exclusives for PS2 and PS1 because that's one of the things I never did because of that region. I I, I don't have a region-free system. And it could, you can buy region consoles, but I don't want to have like console from Japan, a console from PAL, a console. I don't want to do that, you know what I mean? So well, Japan just... especially, because most of the games in Japan are so cheap. Like, there's not many really expensive Japanese games. I, I can think of a few, but... Most yeah, of and I, I, 
I mostly want shmups, and I don't care about the language barrier for these games. So, like, yeah, I would love to pick up a bunch for that. Like, I'd love to get Dota on Pachi on PS1. There's like it, that. There's this one Japanese game at the top of my want list. It's really expensive. Melty Blood. I fucking uh, the fighting game. Yeah, the fighting game. I can't yeah. find it. I can't find a cheap copy. You mean this game will? It's like hundreds of dollars. Dude, oh, go to damn. hell. He's got the nice. Get that shit out of here, man. Dude. Dude. <laughs> All right. Let, like let it be known. Reggie, Reggie snaked me on that game. <laughs> Dude, you know, so you, Let's you pay that. Or, you get um, that chaos break. When he sells something on eBay. Dude, we, they were selling that for uh, when it first came out, the collector's edition, for like $111. And, um, Japanese, yeah, Japanese version. So for $111, I remember. And then it sold out. They said they're gonna get more in stock. When they got more in stock, they raised the price on them. Oh, I was like, dude, Play Asia is, is crazy too, man. Like supply you... and demand demand. And now the record well, yeah, Amazon are... will do that these days. Companies well, hey, just don't care anymore. At least Play Asia isn't VGP. That's all I gotta say. Mm. Yeah, I'm so have you ever wait listed an item from them? Just I gotta tell them like play Asia, you know, as they sell out and sometimes they like let us know when it's in stock. I've never never done it before. Does it really work? I have it, yeah, it does, but I what they do is like I got notified like a Darius game I wanted is in stock, and they're like, Well, yeah, if it's four hundred and eighty seven dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Thanks for letting me know, but I'll pass. I'll go thanks. Thanks for the update. By charging eBay prices. <laughs> yeah, That's like, insane, oh. man. No, but I want that melty blood. So what? Uh, on what that, you... I bought um, Siberia from them. Same reason. Like I did the let me know when it's in stock, and it went up on eBay. But I paid retail price still. So I've only been price gouging in the last few years. <laughs> yeah, man. They must be watching what the PlayStation. Games you got for us? Okay, so I, I I couldn't dig them all up, man, because it just got too tiring. Because I have my P most of my PS3 games packed up right now, but I. I think this is a power exclusive. Um, this is a North Star Kins Rage. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a good one. It, I mean, it got a Japanese release, but you'd say it's a power exclusive because the oh, only... so I, we do games that way. We don't get. We don't count Japan. Yeah. Japan gets everything. If North okay. America didn't get it, people will say it's a power exclusive. Yes. There we go. Okay. <laughs> so this is North Star. You know, I like Kin Rage. Kins Rage a lot. I think the first game is better, but this one was a good follow-up. They just kind of nerfed this game a bit. That's why I like the first one better. Have you, ever, have you guys ever played Kins Rage before? No, I haven't. I haven't the first one. So it's very crazy because, like, you'll do a special move on a, on a person, and then they'll, they'll they'll do this dramatic camera angle on, on your character to make them look cool. And it's, like, it's so cinematic. But in the, in the second game, they cut that out, and it's just like, man, they just cut corners. So um, they knew this wasn't – this is more as a DLC type package like sequel but it's still pretty decent um what universe is fist of the north star in um that's its own shit isn't it this is, yeah, it was in, own... the, in a certain universe mm-hmm. not, as far as i know yeah, just from watching the anime back in the day is his own shit um this is this special edition is exclusive to pal um this is a tales of graces f Oh, is, that a, is that a good one? Yeah, there we go. Um, I this game is freaking awesome. This game has like three arcs in it, story arcs. There's a kid arc, 
the main story arc and there's the final arc, which is great. So you're getting all these story timelines, which is great. And you kind of really see the characters evolve a lot in this game. Um, I don't hear people talk too much about this Tales game, but I really liked it. And the art of this special edition looks really good, man. Like the characters on the cover, I, I love how they look. So definitely something very cool to have. Um, PS3 yeah. was blessed with Tales games. We've got like five or six of them. Yeah, yeah. The GameCube um, one HD and there's a company in the UK. I think it's, they were called Zavi or something like that. I got yep. this from them years ago for like ten bucks. This is an Arcana Heart three. Oh, it's really heavy that box too. It's awesome. Yeah, they they loaded this box up, man. I was like, dude, this is this is really a cool fighting game. I'm a huge um, fan of Arcana Hearts, dude. They're, they're, the games are really fun, man. Um, they, I think they made us. Well, the company who made this, I think they made some other games. I think they made, I can't remember. It's, it's, yeah, but um, still another solid fighting game. And of course, you guys already saw Fear Three, the collector edition is exclusive to PAL. Show that one more time, you know, for the people who might have just got here. Like, we don't know what it is. That's a pregnant lady, like, the little girl from the first game. Uh, she's grown up now, and then she's pregnant in the third game. And that's her figure right there, and it glows in the dark. The baby in her, inside of her, which is insane. So I was like, dude, like this would be kind of creepy if you had this in your in the room you're sleeping in. And you look up in the dark room, you see something glowing in the corner, and it's like the pregnant Alma. Like, ugh. I actually used to store mine backwards, so I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I want that shit staring at me. <laughs> But as far as like all the houses, a lot of it, I, I don't have that much house stuff for the PS3. Um, I'm trying to look at my stuff right now to make sure. Hold on a second here. Um, I have um, Battle Fantasia for the PS3. Oh, shit. Sure, I got that too. Yeah. I forgot to bring that one on. I love that it, game. Is it rare, Fixie? Yeah, yeah, Battle Fantasia is quite expensive. Now. I, I've actually it, never seen it once in the world, and it was my copy. It used to be so cheap back in the day. It was like 20 bucks if you got it on the PS3, like back in 2011. No, 2010, 2011. That's when I got mine. And um, yeah, yeah. It says here on here, it says it's going for 25 bucks, though. But maybe the price charting is not correct. Mark's asking, show you RA1, Reggie. Oh, Show your art, your raw one. Uh, is it, let me see if it's here. I think it's here. Um, PS. Oh yeah, that's right. I have it for PS3. Hold on a second. I got all this stuff put up. Have you ever played it, RA one? I'm uh, looking no. for my Battle Fantasia right now, so just don't I, mind I, me. I, I have not, man. I, I yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting game. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's bad. It's like a um. Uh, generic movie superhero game, and that's it's. You can you can tell it's just trying to be generic. It's it's a blast. There's my Battle Fantasia. Nice, dude. Cool. Uh, Raw one, one of the best PS3 games exclusives you could pick up. Right, Pixie? Yeah, hundred percent. It's the Grail of PS3 collecting. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, um, great. Ned Rahul on the podcast yeah. a couple of months ago, and he was telling the story about how he sent that copy over to. Him. Oh, was he on the show? Yeah, yeah, he was on the show. Oh, you guys, gotta send me that link, man. Cool, I want to see that. I, 
I always, I always uh, text him here and there, like talking, talking about this game and, and, and other stuff. It's hilarious. But yeah, raw. He said it's raw one. Bill's nickname is Mister Ra One in the community now. Really? That's <laughs> hilarious. Um, here's something else unique in here, in this box. I, I'm just gonna randomly show this, even though it's not PAL. But you guys have played Resident Evil Two, right? Oh, yeah. it's one of my favorites. Now you know the, Res- the Resident Evil Two that we got, the original one that we got, it wasn't actually the original game version of Resident Evil 2. This was the original one right here. This is Resident Evil 1.5. Oh, man. Yeah. And what happened was somebody found the 40% build of the game and they put it back together and put it on the PS1. So this plays on the modded PS1. So cool has the characters on the back here, Leon and Eliza. Elza, I mean. The original Claire Redfield. And the game is playable to the end, which is pretty cool. I feel the fans have done this. I just grabbed it because it was in this box right here, so I figured I'd show you guys. So. I uh, I was doing my like doing my homework, and I understand uh, that game would have put an end to the whole, yep. the whole, uh, the whole franchise. It doesn't end. Yeah, like because it. basically at the end of the game, the Umbrella Laboratory is the main laboratory, and it catches on fire towards the end of the game when you're trying to escape. So everything blows up, and that was it. But of course, Resident Evil they wanted to make more money on the series, so they kept yeah. it going. So yeah, it's, it's, thank God. Yeah, I know, right? Resident Evil Three is my favorite one. The original Resident Evil Three, that one just really gets me going. I got all the Resident Evil games. Which which one's your favorite? Resident Evil Two, and that's why I brought it up. No, the, the remake or the original? Um, I played the original back. Uh, I don't back in the day, and between now and then, too many drugs, too much alcohol. I don't fucking remember the damn thing. So. Uh, <laughs> This well, I played last year, so it's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, that remake was on point, man, because the whole thing of you being in the police station that and that tyrant stalking you, you can hear his footsteps. That was a that was a that was a thing they had in the original Resident Evil, but they only were able to use it once when you first see him. You can hear his footsteps, then you see him around the corner for the first time, and then the rest of the time you see him, it's more like um uh what do you call it when they timed events or scheduled events or whatever like that. But Put in that game, no, it is more like a like like events that happen like, oh, yeah, like yeah. supposed to happen at a certain time. But that game, he's actually walking around looking for you, which is like patrolling and it's pretty terrifying. You can hear his footsteps. So I love that mm-hmm. element in that game. It's creepy. No oh, man, I got uh I got the uh seven point one surround system hooked up. So mm. uh, when you hear it it's like the footsteps are tripping you out. You were like shit, where, where, you, what's you, happening? You, you, <laughs> You, you you put these speakers up, but you fucking like, what the hell what the fuck yeah. is going on? That's the way you're supposed to play these games, man. That's how you get the best thrill, man. Because the thing about those games is that you're not you're not an overpowered character, man. Like every character is like every monster you face is like way more powerful than you. So you have to find kind of figure out how to get past them and like that monster just creeping around. It's like, dude, like I'm getting the like, chills just talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> hey Reggie, I want to ask you about one thing. Um like a few years ago, you always used to talk about um, breaking the seal on video games. It used to be like the title of your um, oh yeah, videos. yeah. Does that still the case? Do you still open all your video games? I still have a couple of sealed ones, but I I do the breaking the seal sparingly. They were fun to do because a lot of people were like shocked that I would open games up. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you people? Like I open everything up, and I I, <laughs> I I remember I had it planned. If I ever got a stadium event sealed. I would break the seal on the oh, video. No, and that would dude. drive everybody crazy. And I, I, I thought that would be a cool video, but 
Will, I, 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 I know, I know, Will. Now I'm kind of like, <laughs> no way, dude. Well, but, um, it, it, it's a, it, it, these. We all have these sealed games, and mm-hmm. but if you can find, especially the older ones, if you can find a different avenue to play them from, there's no point in opening them. And, exactly. Uh, it just hurts. It hurts me in my heart and my soul. Pigsy, are you gonna? So that brings me to something. So, um, <laughs> as you guys know, we have a friend of the podcast named Sean, who's a full set collector, but he opens every single game in his collection. So Sean's going for, for a complete PS5 set, and he needed my help getting a game. And of course, he's going to open this. So I asked him if I could do the honors. So I'm going to open this on the podcast for you guys, <laughs> and then I'm going to smell it because that's, 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 that's what I used to do. Yeah, smell <laughs> it. The new, new game. Reggie, I don't know if you know, but uh, our man Figsy here, he can tell you if a game is sealed or resealed just by sniffing the contents. What? <laughs> yeah, this guy Expert, can tell you if man. a game is. That, that that's not a resale. That's that's, <laughs> good. that's the good stuff, guys. That's the good stuff. Uh, oh, uh, oh my god! What you know? <laughs> That's how I would do it in those breaking the seal videos too, man. I was really into it. Like, man. That's oh, the man. stuff right there. <laughs> Stay tuned for the next episode where Figsy huffs paint. <laughs> man. <laughs> no, but yeah, uh yeah, I think I mean shoe collectors, uh, you know, uh shoe heads, I think is what they call them. They could tell you if a shoe is legit just by Sticking their face in the damn in the in the in the shoe and smelling it, and uh, I guess figsy has got that knack. I don't. Oh, I, I had I had an instance where I opened a game and it wasn't didn't smell like that, and I ended up getting my money back because the seller flipped up that it was a resale, and I've got like a partial <laughs> refund on it. You know, hey. <laughs> <laughs> serious business manager, but hey, you know that's that's important. You know, because uh, now we're dealing with people who reseal games and they'll sell them like their the seal's never been broken, which is mm. you, know, you know wrong. You know, I've ran into issues where people didn't know they had a resealed item, and I get it. You know, but you know, people just got to do their research when they're selling stuff like that because you know, this is serious. Well, so many people unfortunately die. We had we had Dan on here a couple of weeks ago, and he was saying how many games that water reject because people just buy stuff brand new and have no idea that it's fake especially like wow. steelbooks these days there's websites out there that sell fake steelbooks or custom i've seen them yeah dropping them dropping a hundred dollars on them and trying to get them graded and then finding it, out they're not legit is water still the place to go to i mean to, to get your games graded or is there another one i think um, oh, opened up now um i know from what we had dan on here from water a couple of weeks ago and Tells us like the he went through the process of how they grade their games and they mm-hmm. they don't X-ray them but they practically like X-ray your games and they um they'll weigh everything and then they'll have um research team investigate them and do research if they've never seen it before and it was cool to hear like the full process of what they do in getting their games it's not just yep yeah, we get them that looks pretty good and let's put a number on it it's like a team of different people who are doing each step in the game. Uh, okay, that's cool. I, I wasn't sure how their business was going to be because I remember that article came out about them, that video came out about them, the WADA video from, I forgot his name. Um, Carl Jones. Uh, yeah, Jobs. yeah. And I was like, damn, dude, are they in trouble? Like, what's going on here? Because I, I remember, 
Awado. They were at this, this one of the biggest gaming shows conventions we have here is the Portland Retro Gaming Expo. Mm-hmm. And they came, I think, in 2018 and 2019. They had a big booth in the middle. And I remember they were like a lot of they were buying like sealed games at the time. This sealed games weren't really going for like too much more than a regular game, but they were buying a lot of sealed stuff. And the next thing you know, like a lot of stuff has skyrocketed, you know, because I didn't know sealed collecting would ever become a thing. I thought if you told me that like like five years ago, I'd, I'd laugh at you. But um, <laughs> get back to some of those old videos of you uh, unboxing sealed games that are worth hundreds of dollars. I, I know, right? You know, sealed games. I mean, they I mean, because people look at it like this. I could just buy the sealed game and then get the download code and play it like that because they're, they're looking for that. If they ever want to sell that stuff, you know, they want it to be at the highest value. And so, um, yeah, it's, me, I open everything. So it's like, I almost do. <laughs> if I can find a different avenue to play it, I will. I, I, I got, I, I don't have that many sealed games on the shelf, but there are quite a number. That's a good I definitely changed over the years. Like if I look at my limited run collection from limited run number one to whatever we are now, like my first lot are all open because I bought them and played them because that's what I was doing in 2015, 2016. I was playing everything. But now, you know, I've got a backlog of 50 games that I really want to play. So I don't need to open these other games because I've got so many more games out there to play. I, I wanted to ask you something. So um, do you have a full set of power games? I've got a full PS3 set. So full so, power set and every North American exclusive. So all those games are, are opened pretty much? Um, I've probably got four or five hundred of them are sealed still. Okay, because I was going to ask you, like, I, how do you feel about like installing those games on the PS3 when you eventually play them? Do you think it'll be able to hold all the games with the room? Uh, see, it won't. But now I'm going through a um, I'm going through like a full set remorse at the moment. I don't want to have a full set anymore. It's cool. Fifty percent of my set is all shovelware titles that I'm not interested in. So I, I eventually want to sell that off and just have a real curated collection then i'll look into if i want to play a game i'm going to install it on the hard drive right right okay cool cool i mean but even you getting a full set though man it's really something cool even though you're you're going to probably downsize it you know it's it's i always wanted to have a a full set of, of a certain system you know it's a cool achievement you know um it's not it's I mean, it's it's very unique, I would say, especially for PAL games and everything. So I thought I just thought it was cool you had a full set. Yeah, I'm proud of doing it, and it's always an achievement. But I don't feel like I have to keep it forever. Right, right. Because yeah. I I remember seeing some of your early videos. Um, I wish I had commented on there so you knew like who I like I was I seeing your videos back then. Um, but um, yeah, it was just very impressive to see someone who's really dedicated to collecting PS3 like you were. Man, like, I was like, dude. You are hardcore. I mean, there's only you and one other person I know that's hardcore in the PS3. And he's been on your show, my buddy Benjamin. Ben, um, yeah, Ben's a great friend he's, of mine. He's, he's a really cool guy, man. We, I got to call him up, man, and talk to him. It's been a while. But he has been one of the most impressive collectors I've seen out there, man. He knows his stuff. And me and him used to go back and forth and just talking about games and man, the knowledge he has. I wanted to really do him a service on doing a, a video for him, but I just never got time to do it because uh, he had – did a, a video of his PS3 collection eight years ago, and I wanted to kind of put it on my channel to show everybody this collection, but I just ran out of time, and I never was able to do it. But he is one of the cool collectors I meet at these shows, and we hung out, and um, just the knowledge of video games, man, we, like, the plethora is just, like, insane. So he's another impre- impressive collector like yourself that I've known. Um, Ben's actually uh, sold most of his PS3 games off. He's done what I want to do, and his PS3 right. collection now is just 
every game in his PS3 collection. He loves, or there's a story attached to it, or right. he got this trade from a collector and it means something to him. And that's what I want my collection to turn into. Exactly, exactly. You know, because like getting a full set was fun, especially when we were getting stuff for cheap. I mean, I'm hoping, I'm thinking you got a lot of your stuff for deals. Cheap yeah, like 20, I started in 2014. So most of these games were six ninety five. Is Yeah, man, so that's right my local pawn shop used to sell them for. Right on, right on. Um, I think the the closest set I came to completing was the Virtual Boy or the, I think the Neo Geo Pocket, and I gave up. I was like, forget this, dude, because the last two games. Virtual like- Boy is so hard because it's like, do I want to spend two thousand dollars on one game to finish? Dude, I know, right? And the last game, of course, is Jack Bros. I'm like, Jack Bros. <laughs> man, you get, the Japanese version is, I think, a lot cheaper, but still, people want that flex of getting the American version. So, and then of you course know. you need it in box because you can't just have a full set that's not complete and right right it's it's crazy um so you have a virtual boy no i don't do you have one will no no i i uh i i stand up when i pee <laughs> i sold mine i think around five years ago and i i when i played that thing i used to play it laying down of course that was the best way to play it but dude like i couldn't believe like how i was like how much i got into that system at the time it was just like dude looking at that red screen it's like oh dude like didn't it burn into your retina after an hour or so? I mean, you you feel a little dizzy. You have to sit down before walking after playing that thing. That's for sure. You know, I, I think I, I I let Jason use it for a, a video when I first met him. He did a review on it, and he was talking about all the crazy stuff that the Virtual Boy had. I mean, that thing all it needed to be was color. If it was in color, it would have worked. But um, being red like that, they went the cheap route, and it's like ugh. Ten years ahead of its time. That's what it was. You think people would have liked that, like ten, like later though, because like oh, it turned into the VR, really. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. So the VR kind of turned to the VR. So, so we There was a PS2 VR. Have you seen that? Have it was I a seen Japanese it? Yeah. exclusive. Um, but yeah, there was a PS2 VR. I think they've only sold like three or four games for it. But they tried uh-huh. to do it again. Wow. I'll try and get a photo of it. We've, yeah, yeah. We had it on the show at one point. Yeah, that thing's rare as fuck. I've, I know what you're talking about. Uh, well, we're running, the... out, we're, oh, running, I'm, we're running out of time here, and uh, we have yet to do homework. So let's 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 cram homework in real quick. Here okay. on the PlayStation Collectors Podcast, we like to assign our guests homework. We, of course, Figs and I do it as well. This week's homework is best bang for your buck. So uh, we'd like to discuss games that we think would offer the best value. Uh, for anybody purchasing it. So, who wants to go first? I'll go first. No, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll whip these out real quick. Um, I picked. Uh, I picked mostly uh, a multi uh, multi game games. So I'm cheating. Uh, this is my favorite. It's I'm, I'm still playing this to this day. This is the Capcom Fighting Collection. You get so much. This is so much shit on here. So much bang for your buck. All. Uh, I got this strictly for dark stalkers. Everything else on here was just uh, just icing on the cake. Red Earth, and it says that lion guy right there in the middle. Yep. Um, yeah, it's a uh, Red Earth is like a. It's sort of like a a light RPG. It, it's a fighting game with a story. Anyway, I love it. Um, there's also a robot fighting game on here. Uh, you got Puzzle Fighter. Highly suggest it. A lot of a lot of games on here. One, two, three, four, five, six. Looks like 10, 10 games on here. Crazy. 
That's yeah. good value for money. Yes, great value. Um, I only learned recently from Figsy because Figsy's a uh, you know actually, uh, he actually this game, uh, Capcom Essentials. Uh, there's another. Di- I, this is half of this is half of a, a set. Before we pull it out, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, you fucking ass. Uh, mm-hmm. This uh, Dead Rising and Resident Evil Six on this one, and what's uh, what's on the other one? And so you get. Devil May Cry 4, Super Street Fighter 4, and it's the only way to get a physical copy of Mega Man 10 on PS3. I did not know that. Wow. So, huge bang for your buck right here. It actually comes with a t-shirt as well. So, sealed three games and there's a t-shirt in the middle. So, so how much is this going for? Uh, I think it's quite expensive now. Just just on that, Reggie, Mega Man 10 is a download code. It's It's a download code, though? Yeah, it's a download code. I found this one for five bucks. Uh, I'm missing the T-shirt. I'm missing the other disc. I do highly. If you if you want a lot of bang for your buck, there you go. There it is. Also, uh, I'm a big fan of the Worms games, and uh, yeah, there we go. Worms collection, three games in one. You can't forget. Uh, this is the OG. Well, I don't want the OG, but it's one of the original battle royale games. Last Worm Standing wins. That's got my favorite worms on it. Just the OG, like PS1 worms. So good. If you ever want to play Vigzy, let me know, dude. I love this fucking game. We played it, remember? A couple of months yeah. ago, we played it. Well, worms. let's play it again. Well, it's a PS4 version. <laughs> also, great bang for your buck, Amori. Why? Because next week, this game will be worth a million dollars. Go out and get it, Amori. <laughs> fucking through the roof, the price on this one. And ladies and gentlemen, that is uh, my best bang for your buck games. All right, who's next? Who, who's got what? I will just want to show the PS2 VR quickly. This is my buddy TJ wearing the PS2 wow. VR. You know, this this That's fucking guy, this is the fucking picture the guy sent me for his goddamn thumbnail picture. And I fucking just... He, he, he just <laughs> it made the fucking app blow up. <laughs> I had to make it up myself. But anyway... Um, well, what you got for us, Figs? Or... Well, the first one was easy. And this is one of the... I'm doing a... On YouTube at the moment, I'm doing a what's the best PS3 game. We're up to the semifinals. But one game that was knocking off everything, when people were getting the shits, was Metal Gear Solid, the Legacy Collection. Oh, yeah, Technically, it's not a PS3 game, but I'd argue this is for now until the PS5 version drops. This is the best way to play all the Metal Gear Solid games. You get Metal Gear Solid. Let me just show you guys. It's got literally yeah. like that is a lot of value involved in this. So much value for money. It is. It is a bit pricey. You can get it brand new from Video Game Plus for like sixty bucks. But if you want to play Metal Gear Solid two, three, four, any of the old Metal Gears, it's all on the Legacy. And then I went to PS4 because PS4 has got so many good collections. We're getting so many PS2, PS3, PS1 games. They'll have multi-releases and they're putting out collections. I was going to show Spyro, but I'm like, I'll just show this one instead. And that is Crash Bandicoot. So this is the free original PS1 Crash Bandicoot games all on one. I believe it's all on one disc. It's got the DLC as well. But you can get this for like 20 bucks, guys. It's free, amazing games. You're looking at like 50, 60 hours. It's cheap and it's a heap of fun, especially if you played them back in the day. It's a big burst of nostalgia as well. And while we're on that topic of nostalgia, first, 
PS4, this pretty much goes hand in hand with Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Oh man, I should have brought that one on. That is a great game. Super cheap. You can get this for ten dollars now, and like I've put over fifty hours into this. Soundtrack's absolutely amazing. The gameplay is amazing. I hope they do this for Tony Hawk's Pro Skater three and four down the line. If not, I hope they make a new one. The new skate game's meant to be on the way, which looks really good. I'm pretty keen for that. Skate four. Uh, PS5, I think the new skate will be on. It's just called Skate. Okay. Yeah. What do you got for us, Reggie? Okay. Um, I don't know how I'll do, but I'm just going to randomly grab some games that I just were sitting here. Um, 10,000 Bullets. Uh, you could kind of like, if you if you like the show Cowboy Bebop and you like how they had the shootouts, like think of that, think of that, think of that as a game with jazzy music when you're shooting against other people. It's like a dance. You're doing all these crazy moves. Uh, upside down shooting, you know, twirling around shooting people. It's it's, it's pretty it's pretty insane. And Reggie, so, when you were getting your games, I showed that. Oh, <laughs> well, wow! <laughs> no, Good months drink alike, right? <laughs> Do you have the version with the English on the back? Yeah, I got the Australian one. That's the that's the that's the rare one too. Okay, cool. I'm sorry. Like, okay. In Australia, it's cheap, so. I got a story on this. I, I actually sold a copy to Josh from Limited Run Games. Oh, really? So his collection. I I wrote him a note and I posted it in a Limited Run game box. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was the game with chuckle. Okay. Uh, next one here. Then um, I think this is a cool one. So uh, if you're a fan of Dungeons and Dragons, well, hey, here's your chance to get a fistball. Oh, oh um, man. You get the first so game. Good. And the shadow, I think Shadows of the Star, the second game, in one physical collection. Now the games are in Japanese, but you can still understand the game enough to play it efficiently. But what's cool about this version, instead of the digital version, uh, is that um, this version is actually plays in 1080p, where the download version only plays at 720p. So this version is definitely worth getting and learning the, the small Japanese you need to learn to each for each spell is, is totally easy and worth it. So that's a bang for your buck right there. Um, it's a pricey one these days. I've been trying to pick up a copy. Um, the next game here is a game that a lot of people don't know has a physical, but it's an awesome game. It came out on PS4 and PS3, but the PS3 is the only one that got the physical. And I, I feel like you guys will know what this is, but this is Strider 2014. Oh, um, an so excellent good. game. The game's in English, and it is so This is the best Strider ever. I thought Strider 2 was going to be the best one I ever played, but no, I was wrong. They made this game so good the boss battles are so well done the voice acting uh it really fits the characters i mean the boss fights are epic i mean they turned characters that were just regular minions in the first rider into like full-fledged badass bosses in this game doesn't and that they, have a download for the first game as well if you if you yeah if you if you get the you, you, it's a download for the, the first two games if you get the japanese version like any yeah so i got those downloads um and, then and you can game, get that for like 20 bucks. It's such good value for money. Yeah, it's still pretty cheap by, as far as I know. So just a lot of people don't know it exists, unfortunately. It's, and it plays in English, too. So I think because um, it doesn't say it plays in English on the back, people just don't assume it does. You don't yeah. see the eBay listing saying it plays so in they don't, English. They don't do research like us, man. That's the thing. It's crazy. Um, uh, next game here, um, if you like Mega Man and want to play some Mega Man games you probably never played before, well, hey, here's the Mega Man arcade game. Uh, both Ooh. arcade games in one collection. Now, um, this did come out for the Mega Man Anniversary Collection in America, but I just thought this was kind of cool to have just the arcade games on their own little separate game, which is cool. So, um, 
very unique uh, Mega Man games. I mean, if you play the Mega Man game and you go against a boss, you know how it is. But you can actually play two players against one boss, which is actually pretty cool. So definitely uh, a good bang for your buck. Um, if you like rail shooters, um, hey, well, here's your chance to get the collection, the virtual cop collection on PS2. All the virtual cop collection in one, yeah, all virtual cop games in one collection. Uh, very well done. This is the, I feel like this is the definitive way to play these games. So, uh, definitely an old school rail shooter. Um, I'm probably going pretty crazy with this one here. Um, this is oh, a, it's the second one. I got the first one. I didn't realize it was the second one. Yeah, both. Yeah, yeah, uh, both of them on here. Um, I, I I was very happy to get this game as a physical, and I think it's worth having as a physical. Uh, Lost in Rain. Yeah, um, so this good. Game, this game is one of the first things I did a review on my channel uh, back in the day, and that's when I was doing like my editing with my cell phone and capturing. It was so weird, dude. Look, go back and looking at it. The video still, all my videos still look pretty good from when I started doing YouTube seriously, but I can't believe I was doing it on the phone. But Lost in Rain, a little story behind this, real fast. I'm sorry. Um, I was lucky to get this because it was sold out on Play Asia, but I went to my uh, game store, Super Smash Games. And one of my friends was walking in. He was selling a bunch of games. And I said, hey, what do you have here? And he said, oh, yeah, this is what I'm selling. And he said, I said, well, how much for this game? He said, $10. $10. That's like, and this was totally, I was like, dude, this is back in 2015, six, six, somewhere around that. I can't remember. Yeah, around 2015 15 or 16. And I was so happy because this, this, this comes with so many extras that didn't come with the download, man. Like, there's behind the scenes. It's the girl, the girl that sang for it. It's just so good now this game goes for i don't know what it goes for now it's it, it actually got over a thousand dollars sealed now sealed so, wow yeah, over a thousand dollars that's ridiculous and, and the game lives and dies on the ps3 i don't think they'll ever port it to anything else it's so, so. you can still get rain digitally i believe and it's like ten dollars so get it before yeah. it's gone because it's such a good game yeah it is it really is really well done so whew. it's, it's kind of like um resident evil 2 in a way how you're being stalked so it's very, very intense. But it, yeah, yeah, with the fog when you got to hide in the rain and you got to hide yeah, in the shadows. It's, and... it's intense, man. <laughs> but um, and I, uh, I guess I got a couple. Do we still have time to do a couple more? I guess. Or? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. we got all the time in the world. I mean, why not do this stack of games here? I guess. Um, there's twelve stag, a really unique uh, shoot 'em up for the PS2 that a lot of people mm. don't know about. Um, what region uh, is that? Oh, it's it's just very, it's very tra traditional. Oh yeah, it's a very traditional shooter. Like it's, it's not a bullet hell or anything like that. But it's like one of those simple shooters that um, is very relaxing. Not too much happening on the screen. You can actually concentrate and like you know, it's just, it's cool. Um, then we have one of my favorites here. Um, this game was you probably, guys probably remember this in arcade, but it was called under a different game name. I think this is Police Twenty Four Seven, which was actually um called. Love the um, I think it was called Police 911 in arcades. It was a rail shooter where you get into the arcade and you actually it would detect your movements when you duck around and stuff and shoot people. So that's on PS2. And it actually works with the PS2 camera. So you can do the motion controls, like move your body around, and it'll detect how you're moving. The iToy. Cool. Yeah, iToy. That's what it was called. Yeah, iToy. And then we have um, World Super Police. Lots of cool chase police chases. If you want to be a cop and chase down criminals, hey, this is your game because you're the super police, not just the regular police. And 
Pirates. <laughs> the six o'clock news. <laughs> that looks hey. like it could have Phoenix on the front cover and it would, it would fit into Super their lives. <laughs> if you want a somewhat survival horror game, but you don't want it to be too scary and it's something for kids, well, I got the game for you. What the fuck? <laughs> Gregory Horror Show. I got, have I got the game for you. <laughs> I'm getting into this now, right? <laughs> Another cool I, unique I, game. Exclusive to PAL, that far as I know. It's an expensive one, as far as I know. Yeah, this only came out in PAL. I don't think this came out in Japan either. Only came Gregory out in PAL Horror either. Show. Yeah. I'm glad to win it. <laughs> no, I'm glad that one, but I've got it. Um, you're going to love this one, man. So this is the best version of this game. And we talked about it earlier in the channel, but it was only on a different platform. This is VIP for the PS2. Jesus Christ, man. What the hell is with you and the fucking Pamela Anderson games, man? Dude, the PS1 version was lame, but the PS2 version makes up for it because it was pretty much all corny quick time events. They're hilarious. And the um, PAL version of Police 24-7 changed all the cops and locations to be more Western. Which is weird, you know, now. It's kind of like how they did the disaster report. Like, it was like, a, you guys heard disaster report? Oh, yeah. yeah. They, they changed the Japanese characters to be, like, Western characters, so they gave them blonde hair and light. I was like, what? <laughs> it's a, it's they did it with, um, with Nier on PS3. They had um, the protagonist as the brother, and they thought that American audiences wouldn't be able to relate, so they made the protagonist the father and had a sick daughter instead of a sick sister. Yeah, it's like man, just leave things the way they are, but they they always think they're being clever. So, but uh, disaster uh, report. Yeah, yeah, there you go. See, I love I love that cover too. Um, and I'm just gonna do these last two games here because they're just sitting here. Um, Spectral vs. Generation. It's a cool, unique fighting game that a lot of people don't don't know exists. I haven't seen that one before. What the fuck? Yeah, it's very it's very um it's very it has that SNK feel to it. It's very cool game. Um, and I found out about this game like uh, years ago, and I was so happy I, I got it. I actually got it, actually came out for PSP as well, so you get it on PSP if you want to, and that's region free. Um, but um, and then uh, next last game here, of course, I had to put this on here Chaos Break, one, nice. of, the first, one of the first games I got when I got my uh, my uh, my my test system PS2, a really cool survival horror action game, reminds me of Dino Crisis. And a little bit of Resident Evil, so it was a lot of fun. And you could do melee attacks in this game, which is cool. So, who's uh, the punk, could, who, who put that one out? Is that a Capcom game as well? No, it's done by a company called Eon. Eon is it Eon? E O N Digital Digital Eon Digital. No, of Eon that does movies, but I haven't heard of E O N. Yeah, it's, it's 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 weird. I don't. The, this is actually a sequel, though. It came out in arcades. Uh, I was developed by um, Taito. I thought they published it. Okay. Yeah. Well, hey. But yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's all I got for your uh, bang for your buck. I hope you guys uh, found that that no, bang. And now, if you're gonna spend that buck, you know, maybe you'll do that. I don't know. <laughs> Thank if you, you like, if you like rail shooters. Ideas, okay? <laughs> I don't know, man. I just got into that mode when we we're hey. <laughs> All right. Well, um, you guys, you guys willing to stick around because I got a fucking stack of uh, recent yeah. pickups I'd like to share. Yeah, yeah. Hey, right, hey I, I got some pickups too. I just did a pickups video, so I, the stuff is still sitting here. So I'll be happy to show you guys. Some All stuff. right, real, real quick. Uh, 
I've bought some filler titles, AAA filler titles. Spider-Man. No, no, no. There we go. Spider-Man. Have you you played that well? Uh, I played the first 10 minutes of it. So that game there. And it was awesome. I would say the most enjoyable game I've had between missions. Like not doing the missions, I thought the crap, but just swinging around the city, like free roaming. I've never had more fun than that game. Yeah, it's fun. I got these uh, the, uh, filler games. Uh, Batman, Arkham. Uh, oh, I love Arkham that game. Man. I love that game. It's ton- I'll probably tunnel. open it when I when I, when when I play it. But uh, there I go. Also, Medieval. Oh, nice! That was a heap of fun replaying it. Mm-hmm. These 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 first six games are all uh, eBay snipes. I got I got them in two different orders, three and three each. <laughs> I, uh, if I did, if you do the math, I ended up spending six dollars. And sixty six cents for each, so I think it's a good deal. Horizon Zero Dawn, yes, late edition with the DLC, nice. Witcher Three, nice. They're all solid titles, man. I can't, I can't, you know, I can't complain about the quality of the titles, but uh, it's, for my collecting, AAA titles are fillers. The Witcher's one where you need the Game of the Year edition because it's just so much better than the base game. Last of Us Part Two, I just beat that last year. Woo. What a ride. Uh, I'm really happy with this one. Shantae, Risky's Revenge. Nice. Uh, it's sealed. I won't be opening it, and I'll tell you why. Because I went and I watched a walkthrough on on uh, on YouTube, and it's a little too retro for my taste. Yeah, I played it. I regret opening my copy because it was... I, I just wasn't expecting it to look like, a, like an 80s game. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, yeah. <laughs> but it, was, it was fun. I, I gave it a go. And this one I've been after for about, uh, I'd say, a good six weeks to a month. Tenchu Fatal Shadows, mm-hmm. the, uh, the last Tenchu game for the PS uh, for the PlayStation systems. Uh, there was one on 360. Um, I love Tenchu, man. I mean, fucking ninjas, fucking the assassination scenes. The the uh, I don't know if it's purposely bad or it's just bad dialogue, but it's 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 just. Gives me that kung kung fu, uh, you know that old old school kung fu seventies eighties films uh, vibe. But uh, I love this game. I love this game. I love Tenchu. We need a new Tenchu in twenty twenty three or twenty twenty four. Unfortunately, uh, Sekiro. Hmm, this is as close as I'm going to get. But <laughs> until then, Tenchu. I've been, I've been playing this one too. I've been playing Tenchu. And I've been playing Final Fantasy One. Waiting for my goddamn PS4 5 to come back from somebody, which so comes back tomorrow. Again. Yes, so I can play <laughs> PUBG again. <laughs> but yeah, those are my recent pickups. Up quickly. Uh, Retro Twist Gaming's got a question for you, Reggie. Uh, so he says, Reggie, you always recommend installing the PS4 games. Is it because once the store closes, you won't be able to install them anymore? No, no. I just, um, I don't know if you guys have went through this before, but when you would get a PS3 game, you put it into the system for the first time. It have to install some some games. Will have to install, but not only that. Sometimes they have patches, and the patches have to install too. And sometimes with the PS3 speed, of the way it downloads games, it could take it could take a, a little bit longer than it should. So it might take your interest out of playing a game right now because you're ready to play the game now, but you got to go with 30 minutes of patches and install. So that's kind of annoying. That's why I like putting the games in, installing them, making sure they're good to go when I get ready to play them later or whatever. Like I want to make sure all the patches are good to go because most ps3 games aren't being patched anymore so 
Yeah, yeah. I always bring up Gran Turismo. It's it's like a twenty four hour install on the PS3. Wow. Yeah, that's that's insane. So that would obviously that would kill my my if I was ready to play the game, that would kill my interest in playing it at the moment. So uh, that's why I always tell people to throw those games in there. So what about you, Reg? You got any uh, recent pickups you'd like to share with us? I I, I, I do, and um, I'm happy you said that. So um, I am. I'm so happy. <laughs> let's, let's get into this, right? Have I got the game for you? <laughs> <laughs> so recently, I got these. Um, these came in the mail today. These are grid frames. Um, I got um. Oh, oh yeah, these blocks. Oh man. Uh, uh, obviously the original Game Boy, which is really cool. And what's cool about these is that the, though they use damaged, like broken systems, these like you actually take them out of here and fix them and put them back together and, and make them work again, which is kind of cool. So, but having these schematics like this is really cool. And of course, in the Game Boy, I don't know if you guys can see, there's Tetris in there. Sorry about the glare. Oh, I've looked into them; they're really reasonably priced too. Like you're not paying much more than what it would cost to buy that system in that condition. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, so this came today. This is Akai Katana for the Switch Collector's Edition. Oh. Was that the um, 360 game? Yeah, the 360 game on the Switch. Yep. Imported to the Switch and, and the PS4. But the Switch version got a Collector's Edition. And um, that's a really good game that a lot of people didn't really play, I don't think. Or this wasn't really popular on the 360. But um, City Connection, they're bringing a lot of cave games on the Switch and PS4, which is nice. I think one of the first ones they did was... um death death smiles and that was on point but i got this one which i'm looking for one of the last games i bought from um last low print games i bought death smiles it's just they're so expensive but it was one of those ones that you kind of can't miss exactly and um i know you guys love the strider games right yeah oh i love strider games well hey I'm going to show you. The, if I got the game for you, this, this game I'm going to show you next was supposed to be the original Strider Part Two, but they lost the rights to it. So here is Cannon Dancer Collector's Edition. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it plays exactly like the first Strider game, but just a little bit more enhanced, like like more better graphics. Um, oh, sorry, there's nothing on the back. I haven't opened it yet, but that's the best I could do is to. It's so, it's so weird, man, but I love it. Um, all the boss battles are almost like the first Strider game, too, but just a little bit more advanced. But um, such a good game. And I said, you know what? I got to get this as a physical. You know, so Strictly Limited. Uh, I got this on Strictly Limited. Thankfully, it didn't come damaged because I'm always worried about stuff coming from Germany, whether it be damaged or not. Thankfully, it's not. So I'm happy about that. So you, um, you got that directly from Strictly Limited? Yeah, I did. I did. It was funny because I wasn't originally going to buy it. And then my buddy said, "Hey man, I'm coming. I'm coming towards your area. I'm about to go down to this job. You want to come help me with it?" He said, "They'll, they'll pay me two hundred bucks." And I said, two hundred dollars for a day's work? Why not?" So I went there. <laughs> I got paid. And I did. I, first thing I do, I wanted to blow the money on something. And I and I went to Strictly Limited. I didn't go to them at first. I went to eBay to get these games, the regular edition. And it was just the prices were kind of high because they were secondhand sellers or whatever like that. So I said, I just might as well get get it from Strictly Limited. And get the collector's edition because that's what they were charging for the regular editions on eBay. So I got those. They and I, well, this game and another I'm going to show you. And uh, yeah, it just came. I think it came a couple of days ago. So yeah. Damn it, Reggie, you dickhead! I'm fucking taking notes here. You're fucking taking a <laughs> chunk out of my wallet, <laughs> dude. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's crazy, man. Because it's crazy. I, I get that all the time, man. Because like, like the games I'm, I look at is just a very unique from what other people, what people will look at out there. A lot of people I've seen out there, they're always looking at like like Zelda, Mario. They're not really 
branching out or they just don't know. And then like I, I'm like that middle guy that kind of like uh, you want to look at something, you want to see a different game, watch Reggie's channel. He's going to show you a bunch of stuff. And that's the reputation I've gotten over the years. Well, let's bring it. games. All right, let's, yeah, let's bring another the one. Re- the I know when I first started Reggie collecting effect. you're definitely a big influence. Now I like, I make my own, I'll go out and do my research. and I'll That's what I love, man. Like I, I I want people like to learn from me and then do their own research and then go from there and build their own. And, and it's, it's awesome knowing that, man. So I'm happy to... That I was able to do that in the community, like kind of like help make people like do research or branch out and do, you know stuff like that. Um, this came today. Uh, this is one. This was actually a gift from my buddy. Um, this is Bullet Soul for the Switch. Another mm. shoot 'em up. Uh, Switch, no, Switch exclusive. As of right now, I believe it, it came out on 360, uh, but um, people want to play it on a more modern system. So this, I think, this is both Bullet Soul games in one. I'm not sure because I can't read the Japanese on the back, but um, it comes with a soundtrack, uh, arcade book to kind of show you the, the instructions of how, how it was in the arcade. And um, yeah, it's just really, really cool. Um, this was the only game, shoot 'em up game I was missing for the 360 at the time, too. I just couldn't pull the trigger because it got really expensive. But now it's kind of. Yeah, but he and he and my buddy Kyle, I guess he knew that too. So he, I think he had, a, he had an extra copy of it. So he hooked me up with this. So. I'm happy with that because that was a total surprise because it just this just came in the mail today. And I, I like, read a crazy stat this week that there's more shoot 'em ups on the PS4 than there are PS1, 2, 3. Can That's run. great news to hear, man, because um I felt like um definitely the PS3 was lacking in shoot 'em ups. Oh man, <laughs> I was like one of the one. Clutterous Blaze and um that other game I can't remember. It, it had four. Right. They were all quality. It had mm-hmm. Memorican's Curse, which is. One of my favorite shows. Well, we're talking played. North America. Well, we only got Ketsui, HD. Ketsui, Kinsey, Caladrius Blaze, and Under Defeat HD. Mm-hmm. Under Defeat. That's, that's, that's right. Under, Under Defeat. Wow. Um, wow. Under Defeat. I got my sh- shoes. Okay. The next game here is my favorite that I got uh, uh, from that from Strictly Limited. Um, Guys, I'm telling you right now, man, you got to get this game, whether you buy a physical or get a digital download code for it. But Drain This, oh, my God, it's such a good game, man. I was so impressed. This is an awesome shoot-em-up. And I love shoot-em-ups with a story to it. Now, you don't have to, like, like follow the story. You can skip past it. man. But it's deep, man. It's very intense. And the gameplay is on another level. Not only can you, like, shoot up enemies like a regular shoot-em-up, but you have a shield. That uh that absorbs in- enemy bullets and stuff like that. And you can use that energy and reverse it back at the enemies on the screen. Oh, it's so cool. freaking cool. Um, and this game is so forgiving too. I mean, it's like if you if you mess up in this game, it was your fault. So it's very fair, I would say. Uh, it's it's a very unique shoot 'em up, and it's made by the same people who did um um, Record of Lotus War, um, the Metroidvania one that just came out like last year. Same people did that game, uh, did this one, and it, dude, it's fantastic, man. I I mean. I love it. Now, here's the thing: Strictly Limited did their their version of it, but also Play Asia has their version of it that's not out yet. But um, like I said, I went ahead and got this version because the money to spend. I just, I just say, hey, let's go ahead and do it. So um, I'm happy to get this man. This is really cool, and it came with a, like a nice art book with the um, the characters and story and everything. And, and yeah, actually, this the art book has a comic in it as well. The manga. Yeah, you look at That's this dude. Cool. I'm like, dude, of the story, I I, just, I love stuff like this, dude. I was like, dude, this is freaking awesome. I mean, you don't get that in like this is a what is that brand new game I just opened? 
This is a brand new game. It doesn't even have a manual. You know, this is game. Dude, in the, I did a video about manuals not covered in these games anymore because they're, they're being cheap. Like it's like digital man manual. Get out of here! That's, they just don't want to make the pay the extra money to do it. Yeah. The manuals now these days. Well, now so. they're saying, "Oh, we don't need to make discs anymore because that's why we can make the game sixty dollars because we're not making the physical copies." Like, oh, that's just a cop out. <laughs> yeah, it is, dude. It's it's all about that money for them, man. Um, but yeah, hopefully that that's a game you guys will take interest in, man. Adrenos is really fun. Um, I had this, but I, was, I think it'd be cool. Show Trinity Trigger. Oh yeah, I picked that up last week. Oh good, man. It, it's fun, man. When you, when you get a chance to play it, it's like Secret of Mana and Zelda put together. So it's it's a perfect combination. Right um, up your alley, Will Zelda. Yeah, I've it, never it, heard. It. <laughs> Zelda's a girl. Uh, um, oh, here's some games over here. I love that movie poster you got behind you, Reggie. Bullet. Yeah, that's Tupac, one of Tupac's last movies he did before he died with Mickey Rourke, Bullet. Um, <laughs> that movie that movie's so hard to find on DVD. It's like, dude, what the heck? It's like out of print or something like that. We're hoping they were going to remaster it. Um, next game here is called Nafasto. Um, this is a game where you play a character within the game that gets broken with his code. So it's like a, it's like a point and click adventure game, a platform game as well, and a, and some some gallery games as well. It's kind of cool, but the story of this game is like a, the game is broken. You're you're trying to fix it, so you're meeting all the characters and all the. You're learning about coding in the game and so how games are made. It's it's actually pretty cool. Um, it's it's very like niche, I would say, of course, because like a lot of people, you know, like point and click games are not really people's thing these days. But um, it's still really a really cool one. So happy to have that. Um, but like point and click is was a huge genre in the '90s. So it's nice to see a few game companies still doing it. Like we're still seeing Siberia games and. Monkey Island games getting done and things. Yeah, like I just that. picked up the new Siberia game on PS5. I'm really excited to go through that. You know, um, but yeah, they're a lost art, man. So there's very. Scary I, I grew up on point and click games. You know, they're fun. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Tapping um, everywhere on the computer screen, trying to find where the little hidden thing is. <laughs> that's cheating. <laughs> um, is that it? Um, I do have King of the Fighters 15, the power. Oh, man. I I lost an eBay snipe on that earlier this week. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah dude. I, I I got this from Fixing Love, but I, I have a feeling they're going to come out with a complete version of this after they do all the season pass stuff, Will. So um, we'll, we will see. I mean, who no, knows? I, uh, I, uh, what is it? Guru Mark of the Wolves I picked up recently. Uh, damn it. Uh, they, they, come in, they come in that case. I... I I can't remember the rest. Uh, uh, Last Blade 2, and there was something else. And they, uh, oh, get, dude, uh, stop. Quit snaking me on all these games, Reggie. All right? That was the one. If I speak its name, it's my game. No one else can get it. <laughs> Just stay out of my fucking way. Stay in your lane. Uh, these will be the last two games real fast, so I'll just get these out. Um the King of Fighters 2002 uh, Unlimited. Oh, I got both yeah. versions. I think I got the PS4 version of that from Limited Run. Uh, yeah, because I, I, this is like one of my favorite fighting games of all time because the roster of characters in this game is amazing. 
And uh, I did a video on this uh, when I got it. And I got the freaking acrylic poster with it, which was insane. So uh, I, I could say this is one, definitely one of my top three favorite fighting games of all time. But um, I, got a, I got a video game boner over here. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> the PS4 Man. was blessed with the amount of fighters it got. That so many mm. old games redone for the PS4. We're so lucky. Yeah, definitely. But that's all for pickups, I would say. I, I'm good to go. Ooh. Anything you guys, fix? We're two and a half hours in. This has been an absolute blast, Reggie. Thanks so much for coming on. Guys, I've got all Reggie's social media down below. So if you're not already following him or subscribe, go and hit all those buttons. Uh, we do have a bonus show this week. We'll have a Wednesday night, Thursday morning show for Australians, Wednesday night for Americans. We have Snickerman coming on. He's a fellow YouTuber. He does videos talking on... Um, he did a really good documentary on limited rare games, uh, going in depth on them. So definitely check out his channel. Um, but yeah, it's been a blast, Reggie. Thanks again for coming on. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, Reggie. Yeah, it was an honor being here. Um, maybe oh, we'll man. do it again in the future sometime. Yeah, yeah maybe we get, I'll, I'll hit Ben up and we'll get uh, the two of his on or something. That'd yeah, be that'd be great. Get Ben on here. Our, you know, yeah, cool. Anyway, guys, we'll get Pam Anderson. Yeah, next wait, 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 do we get the outro, the theme outro? <laughs> we always get the theme outro. Don't stick around. There's some after, there's some after talk show. <laughs> <laughs> Take it away, Jack. It's a PlayStation Collector's Podcast. PlayStation Collector's Podcast. PlayStation Collector's Podcast. Welcome to the show. It's a PlayStation Collector's Podcast, PlayStation Collector's Podcast, PlayStation Collector's Podcast, welcome to the show. We got these, well, we're gonna talk some smack, should I buy this game, we don't buy that. Got special guest games and these too, plenty of stuff for me and you. Collectors Podcast PlayStation Collectors Podcast PlayStation Collectors Podcast Welcome to the show It's the PlayStation Collectors Podcast PlayStation Collectors Podcast PlayStation Collectors Podcast Welcome to the show Welcome to the show Welcome to the show Welcome to the show